Welcome to the Cape First Podcast. I'm your host, Sepp, and with me is my co-host, Thomas. And today, we are talking about... Thomas. Oh, off. yeah, sorry. Um, we're talking about cancelled DC movies that ruined Smallville. Woo! And, and to help us discuss uh, Smallville and cancelled DC movies, we've brought in famed Smallville expert, <laughs> Louis. Hello. This is not the same guy who no. <laughs> was the expert in the Eternals. Someone that, guy that, that, was, that was a different. That was a different Louis. That was a different. That guy, guy. didn't know shit. This this guy, this Smallville. <laughs> I was weaned on it when I was a kid. He he knows his stuff, right, Louis? Oh, I I've, I watch it every single day of my life. There is not a day that goes past that I don't rewatch Smallville. I mean, it's like Clockwork Orange. You sit there, eyes pinned up, <laughs> just absorbing all of Smallville's content. You're in an absorbable off Doctor Who yeah. reference there. Yeah, I just speak in 2000s cringe <laughs> that pours out of. <laughs> well, you, you know, which actually makes sense. The absorbable off was from the 2000s as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that all works. God, we're so good at making the references. Um, you, well, you know more than me, Louis, because I haven't watched a single thing. All I know is that the guy who plays Clark Kent or Superman. He's in Cheaper by the Dozen. Oh, really? <laughs> I think almost every episode we do, Seb, <laughs> you pick an actor and you come up with the most mundane program on movie. No, no, no. no you, you must know Cheaper by the Dozen. It's with Steve Martin where he's got a family of like 12 kids. Um, oh, absolutely not. You're an expert at all things shit, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually a really good film. Um, he's, he wasn't in the O.C., you know, that's uh, James, the guy who plays uh, Jim Gordon in the Gotham series. That's that's the guy, Ryan, from the OC. But this guy, he's from uh, Cheaper by the Dozen. Bit of trivia for you. Anyway, on with I'm the... I'm endlessly disappointed. <laughs> on, on with the episode, then. Uh, yeah, so today, we're going to be talking about cancelled DC movies that affected uh, Smallville. And the reason why we're talking about this is because I think during the 2000s, there was a lot of... DC movies in the works because, um, well, Batman Begins was successful, mm-hmm. and uh, the early Marvel movies in like ninety nine, two thousand, you know, X Men, Spider Man, stuff like that. Those movies were successful as well. So because they were successful, DC were like, well, we need to get in this action. And at the time, their biggest show on the air was Smallville. Surprisingly, <laughs> I know. And Smallville was constantly trying to use these extra characters. Um, but DC were constantly getting in the way and stopping them from doing so. So I thought we'd pick a couple of characters that they couldn't use and explain the movies <laughs> that they were going to have and why they affected Smallville. Um, oh, but so they tried. Who would they like tried to go to first? <laughs> yes, yes, they, they did try. They tried tooth and nail to shove every single ounce of that character down your throat without actually without actually saying to you, it's there. <laughs> and that's the Smallville brand. It's so, it's so bizarre way. when you watch Smallville and then characters turn up with the costume and the name, like Dr. Oh Fate. He's like full Dr. Fate. It's almost <laughs> yeah. like Whiplash because you spend so long in that show being like, right. just use the fucking names. So, um... Who would like to go first? Well, why not the expert of Smallville, Louis, go first? Oh, I would love to. I would really, it's really It's like a school to. presentation. What character are you going to be talking about today? <laughs> so today, uh, <laughs> I'm going to be talking about Wonder Woman. Woo! 
a character that throughout time has been, I don't know, kind of done badly. I mean, she hasn't really had the best rap, has she? Well, whoa, 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 whoa. What about Wonder Woman 84? Oh, right. Okay, okay. Modern day, she's brilliant. 1984, one of the best films out there. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh. They give it a sequel. <laughs> like it, yeah, you know, so good. You can't deny it. It it was it had such an impact on the world. They decided to to do a third one. She raped a man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting, isn't it? Because that movie was so good that it got a sequel, and yet the same director got her Star Wars movie seemingly taken away from her. Oh, so it kind of really? <laughs> yeah. Were they worried that, that she, she was going to do dodgy things with those characters? She, she was There's going to be a to big do... magic stone in the new Star Wars. <laughs> like... <laughs> Every movie from now on, she's going to add in a wishing stone for no reason. Uh, so yeah. Oh anyway, um, uh, so Louis, take it away. Explain to us the cancelled Wonder Woman stuff and how it affected Smallville. Yeah, because it's it's, it's not just quite like. A film. I, I feel like the, the the film also has to go with the series that was cancelled. I'll talk about the film first. Uh, the Joss Whedon film. Oh, Joss Whedon. Yeah, Joss Whedon. Yes, genuinely Joss Whedon. And like I think throughout, obviously, time he's been pretty good for female characters. But on this one, it's kind of like he dialed it in. Like judging this was, from. Um... This was pre-Avengers, and this was kind of like in the oh, yeah. midst of his Buffy the Vampire, wasn't he, it? He wasn't overly like established as being like a, a a film director. He was more, he was doing really well in like TV shows and stuff like that. But he wasn't overly like yeah, because I think uh, his first movie break was Serenity. I haven't even seen it. I'm not going to lie I zoned out when you said that title I was like what (laughs) brilliant Um, it's it's a good film it's like a a, no one cares Louis continue talking before Thomas does no one cares yeah so I mean basically it's the the worst bit about this film and I, I can't stress this enough the worst bit about this film is the fact that even though it's a Wonder Woman film it's done through the eyes of Steve what Yes. So, literally, the first time that there has been a film about Wonder Woman, like a proper mainstream new film about Wonder Woman, right? It was done through the eyes of a man. The first female. That's <laughs> being like, hey, our new Superman movie with its main character Lois Lane. <laughs> like... Yeah. Oh, that would be so. See if they did that in like Man of Steel. That would be the worst film. I, I couldn't, I couldn't hack out that Lois Lane. Like, <laughs> wait a minute. So is is Steve the main character? What? Well, it, it's it's done through his eyes. He's like, I think he's basically in every scene, but she's like, she's kind of like the protagonist. But I guess Steve is the main. But then, like, apparently, so is like, it? I take it they're following Steve's story. Yeah. And how he happens to meet kind of Wonder Woman and stuff like this, and like it, it, it apparently it's, it's reading up on it, it. Like they're quite, he's he's quite mean. They're quite aggressive towards Wonder Woman. Like, <laughs> like they're, they're quite passive aggressive. Like it's not just oh, like yeah, like you're Wonder Woman, you're brilliant. It's like oh, you're Wonder Woman. You can literally go off to an island and not care about us. Fuck you. <laughs> like <laughs> so so. What was the um, what was the plot for this uh, this cancelled movie? 
So it's 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 actually in modern day, which is the fun part. It's oh. it's not back then. It's in modern day. So a fighter jet comes down. In I think it's near Tennessee. So, so if it's the modern day, does that mean it's like the? <coughs> oh, does that mean that Steve Trevor is like um a pilot in like the Middle East conflicts? I mean, presumably. I guess maybe he's pilot and training. It's, you know so this. Um, so this means that Diana didn't do anything to stop nine eleven. Then Diana didn't do anything about anything. She is that why they all uh, hate her? Yeah, That's the part. Wonder Woman I know and love. <laughs> <laughs> it fits in more with the nineteen eighty four laser fair. Oh, this man's not in his conscious mind. I'm just mm. going to have sex with him. That, that kind of fits in with that sort of aspect of Wonder Woman's character. You know what it reminds me of? this? Just the way you're talking about it so far. It reminds me of that episode in Doctor Who where it's taken from the perspective of the random civilian um, with the Absorbaloff, you know, the Doctor... You, you see, and this fucking Absorbaloff, <laughs> man. Like he, like, no, genuinely. Doesn't it sound like that? Because it sounds like you're just yeah, watching... The, di- the difference is... By the time we got round to the Absorbaloff episode, we'd already got to know the Doctor as a character. Whereas this, Imagine... literally, this is the first Wonder Woman movie. And we're seeing it told from the point of view of Steve Trevor. Oh, it's ridiculous. So, um, Continue, please. Uh, I'm, I'm interested. So, yeah, effectively, he, he lands on the island. Um, the, like I think, apparently, there's like a dispute between... Um, oh, what's her face? The Queen. Um, Hippolyta. Pardon? Hippolyta. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently there's a dispute. <laughs> Apparently Hippolyta wins um, and they're about to kill Steve Trevor but then she, like, she's inspired by the passion of Wonder Woman um, and yeah, Diana wins the thing so then he's fine. He, he, gets, he gets pushed out into the world. Um, hang on, yeah. hang on. That sounds very similar to the, um, the show from the 70s. Does it? Uh, yeah, because I'm pretty sure I've never seen it. This is just stuff I've heard. I'm pretty sure that the um, the pilot episode to that is Steve Trevor lands on the island, and um, they have to do like a tournament. Like they're like, oh, someone needs to take him back to man's world. We're going to do a tournament to see who gets to take him. And Dan is like, I want to do it, and they're like, no, you're not allowed because of reasons. So then she like wears a disguise. And then she, like, does the tournament. And then they're like, oh, who is this mysterious woman on the island who's so brave and powerful and strong? She takes off, like, a wig or whatever. And they're like, oh, my God, it's Wonder Woman. Wow, she's the best. (laughs) She gets to take Steve. It's like, who the fuck did you think it was? Who's going to be like, oh, there's, like, a random person on this island of 80 people and we all know each other? I wonder who this one stranger is. They train together literally every single day. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, oh, there's like a random woman here. Hey, where's Diana? <laughs> the only other person not here. This is weird. So I, if it's I mean, set in the even, modern even day, even then, even then though, like what you're saying, like it's not like she's just a random. She, she's an important Amazonian. Like she's not just a random Amazonian. Yeah, she's I mean? like the daughter of the queen. She's the princess. She's yeah, know, <laughs> the best of the best. Oh. So who was the who was the um, main villain going to be? <laughs> was that going to be C. Trevor as well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's actually just a misogynist. That's it. Like the whole film just leads to that. <laughs> no, like 
effectively, the, the, so the film's big bad is Strife. Um, so they went for a pretty unknown villain in that aspect. Um, does, um, and the, does Strife have like a big silver helmet? I don't know who Strife is. I was. She's just... a big. She's a big. Per- she. I'd like to oh. just firstly say that she. Whoops. Is a big purple woman. Like she's meant to be. Like she's. She's t- quite tall. Quite towering over uh, Diana when they fight. Um, well, this isn't at all who I thought it was, and I have absolutely no idea who it is. <laughs> is it bad that I immediately thought it was like this German? That guy. I don't know why. Strife. <laughs> <laughs> At no point. One, it was the modern day, and two, all you said was strife, and yet you were like, "It's obviously the fucking Germans. They're always the bad guys. It's got to be the Germans." I mean, doesn't that sound like a German name, though? Um, I'm, no. I'm going to move on. I'm, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> no. Just so, um, just quickly, um, I, I, I was because I didn't quite know. How Steve Trevor actually got to the island. I did a little research now. Um, so what he was he was on his way to deliver much needed supplies to refugees in the developing world. <laughs> All right, that's a weird addition to include. <laughs> it's such a random sort of addition. Yeah, yeah. So do the uh, do the refugees ever get their supplies? Um, no. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, uh, judging by it, he crashed. They forgot about it. Um, they forgot about it. <laughs> never comes up again oh that's that's such a weird that's like such a thing where they're like oh refugees are a thing right now hey we should mention refugees should we pay that off in any capacity nah just mention them it's fine (laughs) but the refugees aren't going to get the supplies if it goes ah who cares fuck it as long as you just say the word that's all that matters also strife the one with the silver helmet that's an x-men character i was thinking of oh right okay i was was gonna ask where you got it that's why i was getting confused yeah (laughs) Well, anyway, back over to DC. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm impressed that you, you still associate it with somebody else. I still don't know who Strife is from the X Men universe. Anyway, um, he's uh, yeah, he's so, like one of those. I think Thomas, he's like a Thomas, very, not the time. I'm just going to answer quickly. No, it's no. a version. It's a version of Cable from like another timeline. I think that's that's all. Oh, okay, We're yeah. going to cut that out. Um, I, 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 I do the editing. I'm going to cut everything else out except that. That's all this is going to be. Yeah, Who so is Strife? So Strife is meant to be this big towering figure that eventually fights Diana in the end. Um, however, now this is this is another part of Whedon. Even though he was ever so good in other films at portraying strong female characters, one, he's done the film through Steve Trevor. <laughs> Two, he's made Steve Trevor be a an absolute cock to Diana <laughs> throughout the whole film. And thirdly, the main strong female villain, which arguably you could say 1984 tried, but she's not very good. Um, Strife is now made a man. What? So this... <laughs> is, 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 I wasn't far off my Steve Trevor thing then. What's that? What? So hang, hang on. So, so Strife gets her... Gender change from female to male. How does she get powers? Who Strife? Yeah, because I don't know anything um, about this character. So I think Strife is basically just born into it. So it's Ares's nephew. Hmm. Strife is Ares's nephew in the film. Obviously, female character in the comics, but now Ares's nephew in the film, I presume. Um, so niece. Niece. I don't even know if that's the, the, that's the real comic book characters. I could, that could be complete bullshit. 
I, I Googled they it. Just it. Is they, they don't, they she don't is, care she's about a real character. No, no, completely. No, but I mean, like, the origin story. They, they don't care about comic books in this. <laughs> Josh Whedon doesn't I'd, care about DC. <laughs> hey, I'd argue that DC still don't care about comic book characters. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know what? You've got a massively good point there. Um, there's another character called Callus. Um, Callus is a rich CEO, CEO of technology company and weapons manufacturer. Is, Spearhead. Is that... Oh, it I feels like that bad Because you stopped your sentence. I thought that was the end of it. It was just... He's in charge of technology company, as if that was the name of the company. <laughs> That's it. It was the I mean, first ever one. He trademarked the term <laughs> technology company. I mean, with the way it's going, with the way that this film film's lines are going, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. It was just vague technology company. Right? Vague. <laughs> so does this um, does this Callus? What a name for a villain as well. Callus. Like, yes. Fucking, DC have a bunch of characters like that. Like one of their immortal guys is called Vandal Savage. Vandal Savage. try and make that a name. <laughs> um, mean and so evil. So does Callus? <laughs> does Callus and Strife, which they're just two regular words, whatever. Did them yeah. two um, team up and take well, on Diana? Well, would you would you like to know what they've got at their beck and call? What they've got a chimera. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they've got a big mechanical chimera. Would you like to explain what a chimera is for the children at home? I, I thought it was a big three-headed monster thing. But I could it's be like wrong. a lion thing, isn't it, from Greek oh, mythology? It? Yeah, it's a, oh. it's a, isn't it got like, the head of a lion and like a metal tail? Oh, I had this completely wrong in my head. <laughs> I thought it was a big like, I, three-headed I, I, monster. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna I, was imagining, <laughs> I was imagining the thing from Godzilla. I'm, I'm not going to lie, this is the first time I've heard this word. Okay, it's like, I'm pretty sure it's from Greek mythology. Oh, I think you're probably right. What thing from Godzilla? Um, the three-headed dragon. There was an alien yes. in Godzilla. No, I know, but like, it, like, they're, they're, like you have three-headed dragons in like mythology quite a lot. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I have a random right. question. Um, do we oh. know who was going to be uh, playing Diana? Oh, I, I, I don't know if they actually cast that. Oh. They did not get um, that far. <laughs> Thomas might know better, actually. I I, th- I think I have heard casting. Oh, it was like he was asked, who would you cast if you could? And, um, uh, well, well, actually, I've just Googled a chimera. So it had, <laughs> I, I don't know if I can actually explain this properly. So it's like a, it's like a lion, right? But coming out of the back of the lion, like the, the it, its back, is the head of a goat. What? So the, you've got like a goat head sticking out from the back of a lion, <laughs> and then the tail is a snake. <laughs> I, Can you imagine that in a mechanical I'm, Wonder Woman I'm, movie? I'm so glad we didn't see this film. Like this just sounds. Awful. Of all the mythological creatures to pick, why would you pick someone that just so... It looks so fucking stupid. It's not like it's got the head of a lion and the head of a goat next to each other. The head of the goat is on top of the head of the lion. Was it Josh Whedon who wrote this? No, it was Joss Whedon. Was it Josh? Shut up. <laughs> I can't <laughs> I fucking talk. Every, every time. You know, up until now, I've been perfecting his name. I've been putting a lot of emphasis on the Joss... And then just then, just then, I said, Josh, and you ruined me. You ruined me for that. <laughs> you wake up every morning 
look in the mirror and go, Joss Whedon. I Joss do. Whedon. I do. It's, it's... Not too many times or it'll uh. appear behind you. So was it Joss? Whoa. <laughs> He's having a drink of water. <laughs> that Sorry, was the no, I'm loudest. Of... Oh. I'm having a drink of whiskey. It's right in front of my, uh, that, no, my was, microphone. So I do apologise. No, it was a very satisfying... Do you, wait, do you want to hear a satisfying noise? Oh! <laughs> anyway, so something that I've actually recently found out as well, preparing for this, um, apparently Joss Whedon threatened Gal Gadot um, to make her career miserable. What? Oh yeah, <laughs> this is Wonder Wonder Justice League, isn't concerns. it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was for this film. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, not during this film, but yeah. But then apparently like, you, nobody really knows... Yeah, nobody really knows. I think what he said directly to her, but oh my god, he threatened yeah, her cause career. Yeah, because she, because um, when everything was coming out with um, what's his name, Ray Fisher, um, a bunch of people were like, "Oh, what, uh, what does Gal Gadot think?" Because apparently he was like, "Yeah, he was awful to Gal Gadot." Is fucking is it Gal Gadot? Or Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Yeah, I thought T's so. silent. Um, Okay. All right, John. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, like, everyone was like, trying to, like, pester, like, figure out, like, oh, what's her point of view on all this? Because Ray Fisher had said all this stuff about how Joss Whedon was mean to and abusive to Gal Gadot, but she hadn't commented on it. And I think it was, like, recently she gave a very clearly political answer of, I had my issues with Joss Whedon and they were settled within house. So I wonder if she's un- under some kind of, like, legal contract to not get into it. But yeah. there was some stuff like, um, you know that scene where Barry Allen, Flash, like, is lying on top of her? They fall oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. top of her. Uh, she refused to film that, and they had to film that on a stunt double. Oh. Oh, really? CGI her face on top. That's so oh, I mean, that makes sense, though. Like, I mean, it, it, if your main actress is, like, refusing to film this scene, and that scene provides nothing to the film other yeah, than a joke you've I mean. already used in a movie. Why the fuck would you then film that scene at all? And then pay so someone spiteful. to do CGI? If they hadn't fucking CGI Gal Gadot's face into that stunt double, maybe they could have fixed Henry Cavill's moustache. That's where, You know what? That's where <laughs> yeah. all the money went. That would see, <laughs> see what I see, though? Like, See, when you talk about this, I just see Joss Whedon alone in his little little trailer, director's trailer, having like a bottle of whiskey, just getting really annoyed at the fact that her film got made for Wonder Woman and his is like, she's just like, oh, f- fucking Gal Gadot, she's so fucking good. <laughs> and a little bit, and starts like slagging her and then just slowly makes it more and more difficult and then just spitefully photoshops her face on top of the, <laughs> the stunt double in the end. Oh my God. So... Out of curiosity, I've, I've been Googling... Um, I want to see if I could get so many, some uh, excerpts from the script. Would you like me to, to read this little bit here? Oh, Go I on. would love you to. <laughs> <laughs> then she moves her leg back and turns, fluidly, a curve rippling up her body as she folds into a dance that is sensual, ethereal, and wicked sexy. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I thought she was doing. I was like, in a, a dance? What? A paid writer wrote the line, and wicked sexy. That's wicked not a dialogue. Sexy. That's like him describing how she's supposed to move. Was he having a wank when he was writing this? <laughs> oh my god. 
<laughs> like, honestly, that's not... Oh, so glad this film didn't get, come to light. Jesus. Oh, I think I've actually found the um, the bit you were talking about as well when he starts having a go at her. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Okay, so I'm going to read this whole bit. Um, Please do. I think you mean well, but this is Steve to Wonder Woman, by the way. I think you mean well, <laughs> but you're looking for trouble and you're wildly adept at finding it. I think you've got delusions of grandeur and some actual grandeur, which is confusing. I don't like confusing. I hate the fact that I'm so attracted to you. Just touching you is overwhelming. (laughs) I keep hoping you'll turn around so I can see more of you naked. Uh, What? What? That was a line of dialogue from this film. (laughs) This was meant to be a strong, empowering... Female DC movie. Do we do we have any idea? It's worse when you think he's the main character. That's yeah. awful. Oh, you're it's too attractive. Easy. Do we know what this was uh, like? Certificate this was going to get was it like a twelve? Or were they going for a fifteen? Oh. From the sounds of it, it sounds like a fucking porno. <laughs> I mean, I'd say twelve. I, th- I, I, British I think 12, Joss so. Whedon. No matter what they think? released in cinemas, Joss Whedon would have filmed an X-rated version for himself. Just for himself. <laughs> Only he will watch. He, he, he'd watch it in that dark basement Lou was talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sip so, whiskey um, thinking, I fucking hate that one woman. <laughs> <laughs> so what year was this going to come out? Or what year what? did the script get written, I should say? i never actually seen that. I, I couldn't find that in my research. Um, are you sure? I feel Thomas knows. Because I, 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 I literally just saw the words come up, Joss Whedon defends 2006 Wonder Woman script. So I'm going to guess. Give me that line again. <laughs> <laughs> so how would, this, uh, how would this movie have ended? Would Steven Wonder Woman get together? Of course. I mean, they've built up the whole thing. <laughs> Once he's abused the, into he's, this relationship. He's, he's, yeah, he's... He's um, gaslighted her through the whole movie. He's uh, made her feel self-conscious about leaving everybody. We're going to get together. Easy, of course. <laughs> going back to what we were talking about when you asked, who was it that I, it was you, Seb, about who was going to play this role? Was Yeah, it? who was going to... Um, uh... I've just read here that apparently uh, Kobe Smulders was maybe <gasps> in the running. Yes, sorry, I did actually know that. Who's that? I think it's ridiculous. I think basically she looks like her, Who is that? but I think she'd be terrible. <laughs> Kobe Smulders plays Maria Hill. Said, "Oh, Agents of Shield." Yeah, yeah. Well, Robin I think you from... asked about twenty times there. Robin from How I Met Your Mother. Yes, <laughs> oh. that's the one I would have given you an example for. Oh, but... <laughs> interesting, interesting choice. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, she's too comical. I like. I, I reckon Gal Gadot is, and plus, like, I mean. Fair enough. Like it, it's hard to imagine anybody else in that role now, having Gal Gadot there. But I just so I'm confused. So what actually was the plot of this movie? I take it it was Steve Trevor goes and gets Wonder Woman on the island. They meet each other. They come back to the modern day real world, yeah. and then what? She stumbles into a plot with a big metal chimera, a purple lady, well, and a businessman. So uh, yeah, apparently like strife. And um, Callus, um, with their big chimera, their big fucking mechanical chimera, start attacking the city. Could be any city. It's got an American city, obviously. Uh, starts attacking the city. 
Um, is it and a DC it... city? Um, oh, do you know? I I don't know. I kind of presume New York, but then I, it could be an American. It could be a DC city. <laughs> the amount of questions you've answered with. I don't know. <laughs> and I respect that. I respect that. I respect a solid. I don't know than a flimsy guess. <laughs> yeah, do you know what, Thomas? It was in Smallville, as most things happen. Um, the, the biggest <laughs> events happen in Smallville, as you will find out later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, 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 presume it, I presume it's a DC city, but then, I mean, with Wonder Woman, like, a lot of the Wonder Woman film wasn't in a DC city. They were in, like, London and, like, other World War II film, World War II locations, World War locations. So I, I, I guess it literally could be... Anyway, I'm going to say New York, because everything fucking happens in New York. Do you know what I mean? Um, except for most things that don't happen in New York. Well, with that logic. Yeah. <laughs> but, with, but the logic about the things that happen in New York. <laughs> That's how you determine everything, isn't York. it? You have two lists. A list of things that happen in New York and a list of things that don't happen in New York. I, mean, I studied history and my notes are literally happened in New York. And didn't, didn't happen in New York. York. Yeah, and that is, that is solidly... You must, have had some, you must have had some weirdly weighted list then, because didn't you study the Vikings? <laughs> yes, yeah. So that didn't happen in New York? That was the majority of my list. That was, um, I, I, I didn't study New York, so... <laughs> <laughs> that was that was it. You submitted two of those lists for your final dissertation, and your tutor looked at you like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> of course, the Vikings didn't go to New York. <laughs> <laughs> You've handed me fucking thousands of pages, all labelled "Didn't happen in New York." York. <laughs> what the fuck is this, Louis? <laughs> I just got a picture of like New York and then a big cross and then a big <laughs> Europe sign with a tick through it and it's like yes <laughs> happened in Europe essay ended <laughs> the Vikings invaded Lindisfarne yeah. that wasn't in New York that was <laughs> that, that, that you know what Thomas I think you're right there that Lindisfarne is not in New York what happened what happened in New York so fact, effectively I think Wonder Woman gets involved halfway through they're destroying the city um, with the mechanical chimera um and then i think strife i think she ca- i think she like sort of gets hold of her and says basically you, you can give up your power she captures steve Ro- um rogers jesus christ steve <laughs> rogers <laughs> my god I love- jesus Blast christ <laughs> she captures steve trevor and it's like makes wonder woman give up her powers for her which if you think about it's a lot like um the new Wonder Woman film where she has to give oh, up. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! What she loves, yeah. So it's I don't, I don't know. Two as well. Oh yeah, the classic. Oh yeah, yeah. Where he gives up his powers to be with Lois Lane, loses one fight, and then it's like I'm gonna get my powers back. I mean, wouldn't you? And <laughs> I mean, even going back to Smallville, g- the amount of times that that boy fucking lost his powers is criminal. Like <laughs> at least twice a season. Twice, twice a season. season by the same means every single way like it's all, every always to do with jor by kryptonite <laughs> oh my god Jor-El. yeah or it's something oh my god i, I oh, love that oh, here's something that i think you'll find interesting louis yes um it says here uh unlike marvel which sets approximately 98 percent of its stories in new york <laughs> oh, you're um, this story took place in gateway city 
Okay, so, yeah, DC. Okay, okay. <laughs> a, a fictional city in DC, like Gotham, Metropolis, and Keystone. So this specifically, <laughs> this article specifically says this was not in New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what I have to? I have to update my list with Wonder Woman uh, cancel Joss Whedon to the non-New York file. I'll have to get it changed. Uh, so what was the uh, what was the collect the climactic finale of this non New York story? Um, well, she, she she fights strife and evidently wins. I mean, I <laughs> Wait, she... after 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 she loses her powers? Um, I, do you know what, Thomas? Give me two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I did research, but the, the things that I found didn't really go into that much detail. <laughs> You did research, but you were drunk, and this was half an hour ago. I was, I was drunk the whole time. Um, if you know, you might want to tell me. Uh, in the meantime, I, I don't like know. To... I don't know how this movie ends. I've. Um... In the meantime, while Louis is thinking, we'd just like to give a shout out to our sponsor. Um, I don't know. I was just trying to kill time here while Louis thinking. Where would that have possibly gone? We don't have. A <laughs> What, what, what is? I, what I'm is, genuinely curious. Uh, what what did you think was going to happen at the end of that sentence when you started it? You know what? I was going thanks to our sponsor, and I was like, "Oh shit! What happens if I say like a company and they come after us?" So I got to stop my sentence. <laughs> we didn't fucking sponsor you, cunts. What are you talking about? Cool. Okay. So basically, what happens throughout the film in the final little bit? She loses her powers. Okay. She gets sent away to South America. <laughs> so, so Wonder Woman, she gets exiled to South America. Yeah, so now, now that she's immortal without her powers, she gets banished to South America, which is obviously miles away from fucking Gateway City. Not in New York. Not in New York. Gateway City is not in New York, folks. Another um, location not in New York. <laughs> and then apparently, there's a scene where she's trekking through a jungle. And apparently it's harrowing this place. Oh my god! <laughs> so I'd like to I'd like to see the plan for what happens in this jungle. But I just imagine it's a really awkward sort of like she's got like a machete and she's just cutting down shit as like a mortal. And yeah. she's having a fend off rapist after rapist. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> it's Joss Whedon. Well, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah, he loves women. In a wrong type of way. Anyway. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that's why Patty Jenkins made Wonder Woman a rapist in her movie as the ultimate fuck you to Joss Whedon. This is how it's done. Yeah. Roll Wonder Woman doesn't get raped in this one. Oh, in this shit. one, she does the raping. <laughs> so apparently, she has like, do you know the classic? Like, she has to learn to exist without her powers. Oh god! Oh, my god. Which I think is ridiculous because, like, I mean, it's fucking Wonder Woman. You don't want to see her just being an average person trekking though. through a jungle. This sounds like the most time we've spent in this movie with just Diana, and she doesn't have any of her powers. Yeah. Is Steve Trevor so... somewhere there? Is, is, like, is he with her? Steve no, Trevor's no, no, got no, her no, powers. No. Steve Trevor's going fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. He's taken off the purple paint that he was wearing to disguise his strife, and now he's, <laughs> he's really wielding the, the cuffs. Um, so, yeah, so effectively Steve is like... Like he's captured, he's away from the city. He's in the city with in Gateway City. And apparently she treks her way back to the city 
And it, so this is very vague, but with some with some of the other friends she has made along the way. So maybe like I don't know a, a plucky raccoon she's met in the jungle, and like a jaguar, and she, <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's she's made some. She's met like Pumbaa and um, Timon. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Tyrone. That's probably racist somewhere along the way. <laughs> Pumbaa and Tyrone. She's met them along the way, and like she's going to fight Callus. Yeah. Um, strife apparently has fallen, so it's Callus and Ares remain as the villains to potentially reoccur in the future Wonder Woman movies. There Where was the going to be Ares more. come from. Uh, so, so remember, Strife was the the nephew. Oh, oh right, yes, yes, yes. So he was sort of like an overarching thing. So I guess he's kind of like Dark Side and um, the, the Zack Snyder one. Like he's sort of there. Oh yeah. Oh, where Step? Because I think they changed Steppenwolf in the comics. I'm pretty sure is the uncle to Dark Side, and then they changed it in the film to be his nephew. But I don't know if that was just in the Whedon version. If it is, that he's got a weird thing with nephews, doesn't he? Very, very <laughs> yeah. weird. Because if that's just a Whedonism, then that's two superhero movies I feel, where he specifically changed a family member to be a nephew. I feel really Does bad. Does Joss Whedon have Whedon a nephew? nephew? Yeah, I was going to say, maybe like maybe he's grooming him to being a misogynist. <laughs> maybe he got groomed by his uncle. Maybe he's the nephew. Oh. oh my god, yes! That was a little dark. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah. I, I didn't like Louis' response. I was like, oh my god, yes! <laughs> I kind of got excited. I, I thought it was interesting. I, I need to write a film about it. But, uh. So, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Louis, as well as this, um, this dumpster fire of a movie, you've also got a, another dumpster fire you'd like to talk about. Oh, yes. <laughs> There's more. This, this this one I know a fair bit about actually. Was this linked to the film or? Um, no, no. So so this one I I feel personally I feel that this one relates more to Smallville. Oh. Um, in the fact that it's just shit. Shit. <laughs> it's, it's got it's... a steaming helping of just the same amount of dog shit that Smallville <laughs> has, and you can there's. It's the 2011 TV pilot you're talking about, isn't it? Uh, yes. And, oh, I can tell you. it's. So, first of all, it was only a pilot. Um, written by Jeremy Renner? Renner? Not Jeremy Renner from... Jeremy uh, Renner? Not, not <laughs> okay. Um, but Renner, um, or Reiner, or however you want to pronounce his second name. The German one. I-E-I-I-E. Oh, so there is a German one. Whichever one. Uh, yeah, sorry. but effectively, it was written by him, and like obviously because it was the pilot. Did you just say sorry? <laughs> <laughs> you went, oh, there is a German. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was, I was stretched. I wanted to make a reference to the German joke I made earlier. It, it, never mind. You shouldn't have been sorry before, but you should absolutely be sorry now. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. You explain the joke. <laughs> <laughs> you've explained the joke it was terrible I, I really, it's gotten so much worse you know I was really hoping no one heard my sorry like I thought oh no one heard it and then I just heard Thomas go wait a minute I was like oh fuck here we go oh, don't worry when I edit this I'm going to make sure that bit is edited louder <laughs> it's going to be fucking crystal clear there's going to be a moment silence like echoes <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to let people forget that uh, so, so the pilot tell us about the pilot yes yeah, so the pilot um, so effectively it's 
It's a pile of shit, right? I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's like I like the fact that it, it's very much Smallville-esque, to, even to the point that the main character looks almost identical to Lois Lane in the Smallville franchise. Oh. To the fact that she wears the same outfit. Oh. Constantly, like she wears this like brown leather jacket and jeans, and I was talking to Thomas about this, but it is like the spitting image of here's what... the um, here's the thing though, because that outfit that she wears. That is only the outfit she wears when she has one of her three personalities. Oh my god, I was literally what? about to say. <laughs> what? So, <laughs> what? Yeah, so she's got three things, right? So she's she's Wonder Woman. She's like vigilante, extraordinaire. Uh-huh. She's high class businesswoman, right? Mm-hmm. And do you know what her company's called? Wonder Bitch. Nope. <laughs> I can't remember if it's. Themyscira Limited or something. <laughs> it's it's literally like it's the name of her home island, but it's never mentioned that she's from Themyscira. It, we don't even know if she's an Amazonian. Oh. Yeah, I can't. I, this, I don't think I. I don't know if they ever call her an Amazonian, they, like an actual I, I don't Amazonian, think they do. or if they just say she's an Amazon warrior. But it's like a bit piece of marketing. Yeah, like it's it's weird. They don't really get into much of a backstory because. This just starts out, and she's just Wonder Woman. Like, um, it's already there. Or- like, it's yeah, yeah, it's not an origin story. Like, she no. she starts she starts out, and she's already been Wonder Woman for how? In fact, part of the plot of that um, uh, pilot is that she was apparently dating Steve Trevor, and then left him to go be Wonder Woman. Like, they oh. were dating in, like, modern-day Earth anyway, and then she left him to be Wonder Woman. Like, <laughs> it's a bit weird. She didn't... Yeah. You don't get into the whole, oh, you found her on an island or anything. They were already together on Earth. And then she's like, I'm going to move to L.A. and become a superhero. Like... But you can't come. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally nothing... Ah, oh, it's... Nothing is mentioned. Like, it's, it's, it's not Wonder Woman. I, I don't care what people say. It's not Wonder Woman, right? Like... They have obviously they have the costume and everything, the suit powers, but it it, it feels more like Batman, it like oh. from the vigilante oh, aspect. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Like she's a high class business person, yeah. That is like very one wealthy, right? Mm. But then she fights crime at night. It she's Batman. They also make reference to the fact that all of the... Because her company, Themyscira Limited or whatever it is, <laughs> sells Wonder Woman merchandise. Oh, wait, what? And, yeah, they, they have a conversation about making the boobs bigger. What? On the action figure. <laughs> There's a bit what? where they're like... Where she's like, I don't like the fact that this doll has big tits. And they're like, yeah, but like... It sells to the boy market. And then she has this bit where she's like, do you think my tits should be bigger? And everyone's like, oh, this is weird. Like, why add that in (laughs) the Wonder Woman story? You're not Wonder Woman. Oh, that's cringy. I don't like that. But then, Um, just going back to what we were saying earlier, right? We we mentioned two personalities, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we mentioned Amazon and I meant to say, the reason why I brought up the merchandise is the fact that the merchandise that they sell funds her crime fighting equipment yeah but we don't see any of the crime fighting equipment oh my god no no all all we see is the lasso of truth that doesn't get used as the lasso of truth it just gets used as a lasso that she i think she chokes people out with it's it's not really it's it's more the threatening device she's got like the the braces and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. the braces but like it's not she's just super strong she's super quick she's not it's not like 
Ah, oh, it's ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> going back to the third... Personality. Personality that she has. Do you want to guess, Seth? So, she's a businesswoman and then Wonder Woman, yeah. Yeah. What else could you imagine in the 2000s for a female character? What did they need uh, to be? Uh, I genuinely don't know. I'm, I'm, th- I'm trying to think of the stupidest personality... I get, tell me, because I'm going to spend ages trying to think. I was going to say, like, stripper or something, or, like, a shop attendant. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? You're well, bang on the money. <laughs> do you know what? You are so close, but that's more with her actual Amazonian fighter outfit. Anyway, um, uh, we will get to that. My God, it is atrocious. Um, but, yeah, so the, the third personality is actually just average girl. Average <laughs> what? Just average girl. She's got a cat. She... She 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 just sits on the sofa watching the news with biscuits and is she, yeah and this is this is the thing right because there is there is kind of this idea in comic books that superheroes have three identities they have the fake persona they put out in the public they have the fake superhero persona then they have their real selves it's like how Clark Kent puts on the kind of bumbling reporter attitude as well as the superheroic Superman. But he's neither of those characters. He sort of exists in between. Well, and that personality is his like private self. But they don't really get into this in the no. in the in the Wonder Woman pilot. It's like that. It's like she's pretending to be all three of those people. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Because I there's think... a bit where she's like in her penthouse suite and she's like putting on her leather jacket outfit, like her civilian <laughs> outfit, and they're like, "Hello, just." Yeah, exactly. And they're like, why don't you sleep here tonight? Like, what are you doing? She's like, I just want to go and, like, I think she says something on the lines of, I just want to feel like a regular girl, which yeah. comes across like, I just want to pretend I'm a normal person. But, but didn't she... And she goes to a tiny little apartment and she sits there and she tries to make a MySpace page. But well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, Facebook, yes. whatever it is. Wait oh my God, I forgot but... about the MySpace page. She, like, she, they literally have a scene of her trying to be like, oh friends and then like her cat's called like reginald or some mundane shit like that and then she types in the, her cat's name but then she can't type in anybody else because she's got no other friends wait a minute you despite know... the fact that she has like four friends in the show who all she's... talk no, to no, her no 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 not just four friends she's got a whole workplace where people love her and outside of that <laughs> yeah. she's got so many friends she interacts with everybody her, I... like her, like her second in command right 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 one, se- one second louis sorry, sorry. you've been fucking you've been fucking in the little back not listening to a word we've said seb just chiping wait wait no, wait no, so I go have... on no. tell me your point what you want to say also You've been, you're playing with your mic, aren't you, Thomas? I'm holding my mic up, yeah, why? Because you can hear it shake, you can hear, like, the movement. Oh, can you? Wait, I'll put it down. Right, I'll, I'll let you go, because you've been fucking... Honestly, if I have to hear you go, wait, wait, one more time, I'm going to fucking skin <laughs> because myself. Then, because then every time I do mention a thing, we've moved on to something else, and then it's that awkward, like, oh, I wanted to say my part, but... Just say what you want to say. Go say. Go right. <laughs> you know how you were saying about the third personality, where yeah. she just wants to be a, a normal civilian person and everything? It's like, I just want to feel normal and everything, so she goes yeah. runs to her flat with her cat. But didn't she leave Steve Trevor to become a superhero? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is... So this what is the, the fuck... <laughs> There's, they don't, they, they clearly wanted to have like some kind of established tension between Steve and Diana, but they couldn't actually think of any actual tension to create. So they're like, oh, um, let's just say that, oh, she can't be a superhero 
and date Steve at the same time. But a big plot point is how she's been a superhero, but she's actively trying to be a normal person. So surely the conflict should have been they're together, mm-hmm. like they're dating, and the conflict of them to dating affects her superhero stuff. It's done really weird. And also, Steve Trevor, it just comes back. He just like turns up in episode one and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm back, Diana. And they end up like, I think they sort of start dating anyway. So what was the fucking point yeah. about the preamble? It makes no sense. How long was the episode? Oh, um, I think it was like an it, I, I think it was like a small bit one. It was like an hour long, I think. Judging by the clips that half an hour, 45 minutes, I think. It was, like a, lot, I've it was actually, a lot of content. And... I've actually seen this, um, this uh, pilot because I, I was trying to find it. I couldn't find it for ages. And then my <laughs> friend Lauren... She found it for me and sent it to me. And um, I, I, I sat and watched it, and it was, it was tough to watch. And to its credit, it's, it's actually, like, it's not finished. You know, there's, they have mm. this action sequence in a warehouse at the end. And, um, oh, my God. And uh, there's, there's this really funny bit where <laughs> there's, like, a group of guys, like goons, and one of them goes... Yeah, I've double checked all the security. She can't get in, oh, and then it yes. cuts, and she just she yes. just lifts up like a roller door, and it's like, so is that all the security? There's, was that I, like one garage oh door? <laughs> to add on to this, right? There is nobody around them. There's no bodies. There is no forced entry. There is a roller thing that hadn't been locked. That they just <laughs> slowly open. There's nothing. That was it's the security, and then as they're fighting, you can see like because obviously they've not like done any of the. Um, effects or anything so like she's I think she's got her lasso but it's not glowing or anything mm-hmm. oh, she doesn't so, use she doesn't so use what, the lasso of truth to interrogate someone either there's a bit where like she like like breaks a guy's wrist or something or like starts no, choking so, a guy out to get information <laughs> so what it is like there's this guy in a hospital bed who's clearly injured right and she's talking to him and she's like threatening him she puts the lasso down on his chest right mm-hmm. so you think oh she's gonna use it to like and yeah, tell him she's gonna get yeah. the truth, and then she starts choking him out. Oh my god! It's, it's, a very, it's a very like you put it in front, you could easily make this about the lasso, but then she starts choking him. But if, to the people at home, if they ever want to watch something hilarious, watch the pilot because they didn't edit in out any of the things. So the jump sequences where they jump super high and shit has the ropes and oh, the wires and everything. It's, it's a pilot. It's a pilot that didn't get full clearance. So oh, like, wait, hang on. Sorry, I've just realised they do show um, some crime fighting equipment because she has a very visible jet. <laughs> a what? Oh, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, not just, about that. Just, not just... Not, not, not just... an invisible jet, it's a very, very visible jet. Why a very, very? How... What? <laughs> because it's the worst CGI I've ever seen in my life. It's called ah. an invisible jet, but it's the most visible thing you will see. No, they, I, I don't even think they call it an invisible jet, they just say, here's your jet, Wonder Woman. I wonder if at some point in the show they were going to add, like, a cloaking device to it or something like that. Um, what do you think of the outfit? Tell us about the outfit. Oh, the outfit is the absolute... Right, so this is probably unpopular, right? But if you watch it, the first outfit is atrocious, right? So first of all, they, they literally just cut it completely to a random... So, the, so first of all, it's like leggings, and it has like blue leggings, which doesn't make sense. It's nothing that Wonder Woman has really worn. Um, but then it goes to like the traditional like two-piece. Do you know what I mean? Like it's... <laughs> Knickers right up the arse. Oh my um, God. And it 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 looks comic book accurate, 
but it looks more porny. Oh, than I think it, it, it's I think a porn the worst adaption. part. I think the worst part is they treat it like it's this empowerment because you have that yeah. scene earlier where they're talking about like, oh, Wonder Woman needs to have bigger tits, and she's like. Uh, no, because like I don't have big tits, so why is it important that this cat? Like they're trying to be yeah, like, yeah. oh, you, you know, women should, can look however they want. But she starts off wearing trousers, and then when she opens that roller door, she's in the underwear, and, and there's no explanation. Like, there's no explanation why she's in the underwear, but they treat it like, wow, here she is. She's gone full Wonder Woman, and it looks ridiculous. It's a cross between a stripper and a wrestler. Like it's it doesn't so really, bad. and at the but what's even worse is the fact that like like we said earlier this was two thousand and eleven, about a year earlier they'd made a proto Wonder Woman costume for mm-hmm. Smallville, <laughs> and it looks infinitely better. Yeah, like it's an actual Amazon outfit. It's got a skirt. They didn't go for like the weird underwear thing. So it's like the costume devolved in that one year gap. It's also if you look at pictures, audience, uh, the costume looks like it's made out of the worst material. <laughs> it looks it's like, like it's it was made out of it's yeah, lycra. <laughs> not even lycra. It's like ribbon they found in the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. Um, so. I suppose that leads us on to uh, how this affected Smallville. Um, yeah, so uh, because Smallville... <laughs> so S- S- Smallville, like, obviously talks a lot about different superheroes, and they, they, there's a lot of Easter eggs, actually, within Smallville that have Wonder Woman in them. Mm-hmm. Um, so if the viewers have seen it, it's, it's a long season. It's, it's a long series, Smallville. So, But when Lex Luthor... So there's four main ones, right? So when Lex Luthor has this little future scene and he's 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 wanting to become president and like there's blood on him and everything. In the background, you can see Wonder Woman's armor. Oh. So obviously that 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 tells you that Wonder Woman's in the universe, yeah. right? Still, she's 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 somewhere, fuck knows where, <laughs> right? <laughs> then in a the newspaper they mention the Queen of Themyscira, Hippolyta, but. There's no mention of it in Smallville. Again, it's literally just a passing thing. Lois Lane dresses up as Wonder Woman. The the fact that they mention the Queen of Themyscira implies that the general public know who Themyscira and the Queen is, which implies that they know that Amazons are real, which implies they know that superpowers and superhumans are real, yet when superheroes start to crop up in that universe, everyone's like... Wow, we've never seen this before. <laughs> I'd, it's like, I'd sure also it's like to say, knowledge. Clark Kent literally becomes a journalist. He's trying to put together a team of superheroes, and one of the biggest things is this whole island full of superwomen, and he still doesn't go. He doesn't think. He doesn't try. <laughs> oh, he's he an just idiot. leaves it. He ignores it completely. Maybe he's just misogynist. Maybe, maybe yeah. Maybe women can't have powers. <laughs> and then to top it all off, in the final season, Chloe mentions Wonder Woman. I don't know who she that is. She mentions Wonder Woman. Uh, Chloe, for those at home, uh, she is the person who you might have seen on the news being arrested oh, yes! for starting Allison? up a sex cult. Alison Mack. Mack. Yeah. Her, I think... What, what a Wonder exact, Woman. Her, her, her exact quote is when she's talking about the people that she's found, like about superheroes like Clint, is... <laughs> a billionaire. Did you say like Clint? <laughs> he said Clint. 
Did you just, did you just hey, call him Clint? Did I no. call him Clint? No, Clint. You, you called him Clint. Clint? That's, that's even worse. It's not even a fucking name. So superheroes <laughs> like Clark, Kent. Ken, oh, right, I tried to say Kent. I couldn't even figure out what I was trying to say. Right? I, love, I love how you realised how you got to that word there. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah, man. do you know what? I'm happy. Um... Do you know what, my phone's just died, so I can't actually say the quote, so we're going to cut this, but... <laughs> I, I, don't worry, I, I know the quote. The quote that she... I think the quote she's going to say... A billionaire with of high-tech like amazing toys. toys. High-tech toys. And a wondrous woman who'll take your breath away or something like that. Who oh, will, no, I think who will throw you for a loop. Yeah, throw, throw you for a loop. loop. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and the no, reason, I mean... The, and this is the thing, right? This is the reason why they could only have these references and kind of throwaway lines is because the character Wonder Woman was one of their big top tier characters, you know. And they tried, she had a TV show in the 70s, and I think because of that TV show, it kind of stunted some movie opportunities throughout the 80s. Mm-hmm. You know, when you had like Superman, Supergirl, <laughs> Batman starts out. Um, then I don't think they tried with her because they were like, well, people are burnt out with her because of that TV show. And then they tried to reboot it with the movie. And because they were doing this movie at the time, they were like, well, no Wonder Woman for Smallville. You absolutely cannot touch her. And so they had to have all these little like background Easter eggs and references. And then the movie gets cancelled. So they're like, right, <laughs> let's go back to basics. Let's do another Wonder Woman TV show. They'd make one episode and it's dog shit. They cancel that. And in the end, the best thing about Wonder Woman on TV in the 2000s was that one costume we saw in Smallville. So they yeah. might as well have just fucking it's done so it. Good. Because at the end of the it's day, well. it's such a great-looking costume. It looks kind of like... It's like if someone took Gal Gadot's current costume yeah. and combined it with the George Miller costume from the cancelled Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. Go do your own research, audience. I'm not going to fucking tell you. Um, but just that for photo, reference, you'd, a have photo to, of that. you'd have to look up the Lois Lane... Um, Wonder Woman costume in Smallville, if that's what you... If that, yeah, that's this what is a lot of homework for yeah. the audience. <laughs> and it's for like, me. There's, um, there's a lot of, like, um, you see, like, similarities is what I'm getting at. And it's it's one of the best Wonder Woman costumes out there, but that was, all, that was like, the most Wonder Woman we got on that show because they were like, no, 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 we, she needs to get her own property, and yeah. trust me, we're going to nail it with this TV show. And then, yeah, I think they tried again a couple of years later with Amazon, um, well, that was 2013. Company. That was 2013. They were gonna. There was talks about it, but it actually got shut down. Um, and you know, they were they were definitely only gonna call it Amazon because they called Green Arrow Arrow. Arrow. That is the only oh, yeah. reason they were. Well, gonna no, do it. It, it, it was set to go into Arrowverse. It was genuinely set oh. to be put into Arrowverse. Like it wasn't. It's not like oh, it's just coincidence. No, they were genuinely gonna put it into Arrowverse. But they and you know what, right? Follow through with it. I'd have been okay with that if they'd have kept the same actress from the Wonder Woman pilot because I don't think she's a bad Wonder Woman. I just think she got given shit material. Um, what's her name? Adrian Pilecki. No uh, idea. The, she played Mockingbird in Names of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> do, I, do either of you know no, what I'm talking about? No, I have no idea. Still <laughs> nothing to me. She was... Um, oh, she was in something else. I'll just I'll Google her. It's fine. Oh, he, she was she was in. I think she was in one of the Bond films. Oh, what's no. her name? Adrian oh, Pilecki. That rings a bell, actually. Oh, oh was she in? Was she in a John Wick? Was she in a John Wick? Maybe. 
it feels like I, I, I recognise the name from a James Bond film. Oh, her. Alright. Okay, that's... I wouldn't mind. Oh, you'd fill her you wouldn't up. wouldn't mind separately. what? <laughs> you know, she's she, nice. Yeah. Asian well, on that allergies. creepy note, I think we should move on to the next one. Would you like Please. to... Is it, do you have any final thoughts about your... <coughs> or would you like to... I didn't hear that. Cause I'm going to take that again. <laughs> Please. You fucking cunt. Um, you got any final thoughts about your Wonder Woman... Um, Misadventures, or uh, we move on so to the next one? Be- between both of them, just, yeah, final final notes. I think between both of them, I think the series would have, I think would have been a lot better just due to the, the the fact that it could have... It was only a pilot, right? So I think for a starting thing, it wasn't too bad, right? I think they could have done it very Smallville-esque. Like, it's quite quirky, it's quite different, right? I think film-wise, the worst thing they could have done. However... I am extremely happy that they waited till Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman to do her properly. I hate 1984. We're going to forget that. But <laughs> the first Wonder Woman, I think, is incredible. So I th- I, I'm really happy that they waited to, one, cast the perfect choice, and two, come up with a very good script that doesn't worsen yeah, everything you're about right, the Because I think it was really good of them to wait till they really got like a good Wonder Woman film. And then yeah. completely fuck it up in the sequel. Uh, but, <laughs> but it's getting another one. <laughs> I wonder if it will be even worse. I reckon. It, I reckon it's going to be so much better. I, I reckon they're going to forget <laughs> completely about 1984 and just go straight from where they left off. And uh, <laughs> well, we're going back so in time again. You, Seb? Um, should we move on to yours now, Seb? Because you've done your, your own research. Yeah, I'm I'm actually looking forward to talking about this one. There's so much I want to talk about, so yay. That's So Seb, what character did you research for today? So I did research on Batman uh, and the Darren Aronofsky film that never got made. Um, and doing the research, it, it's a very different take on Batman. Um, so obviously this was after the Joel Schumacher films. Um, so this was just after Batman and Robin and the disaster of that film. Um, I still haven't finished that film, and I don't think I want to. But see, I have like acid dreams about it from when I was a kid watching it with my granddad's, <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's atrocious. Like everything, do you know when you're a kid, like everything's magnified. Yeah, like, everything bad about that film to me is like magnified. Like the costumes seem almost oh. like nightmarish. Sorry, a few this. a few months ago we watched them high. And it was one of the worst experiences of my life. Uh, so you were saying so. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just after those films. And obviously, because of how terrible it was, they wanted to, you know, do something better. And actually, I found this quite interesting. Even Joel Schumacher was quite upset uh, with how people responded to this film. So he wanted to, you know, do a better one. And they wanted to follow the Batman Year One comic book. That was like the big thing at the time, this new story made, uh, written by um, Frank uh, Frank Miller. Uh, uh, just a side note, Joel Schumacher has publicly apologised for, yes, yes. for Batman and Robin. It's ridiculous. Uh, everyone, in fact, a lot of people have apologised for that movie, ev- including jo- George Clooney. Every time he, they mention <laughs> that film to him, he has to say, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've heard stories where people... I've heard stories where people have been like, They've like approached him on the street and been like, "Here, hey, 
Clooney, I spent 10 bucks on that fucking film in theatres, and he'd be like, I'm sorry, and take like a tenner out of his wallet and go back to that. What a guy, what a guy. But I do like it, I do like it when like directors and actors, they know when a film is shit. Like, you like know, yeah, Robert Pattinson with Twilight. Yeah, like they, they open Ryan the Ryan Reynolds with Green Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's just a lot of DC properties. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so obviously they wanted to fix this and follow the Batman Year One comic book because uh, that was like a brand new origin story of the Batman. Um, and then my recent when did that come out again? Oh, I don't know the year. I no- do you know? I, I have no. It was uh, he doesn't know one, the year, it? but he knows the month. <laughs> <laughs> it was a crisp December. <laughs> it was the fifth of July. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh. Do you know the year, Thomas? Uh, I'm googling it now. Uh, it was 1987. Oh. So, uh, um, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You said a new story. That that story came out before the even f- the first fucking Batman movie came out. What do you mean <laughs> a new story? <laughs> fucking 1987. You, you, you did you do your research then? <laughs> No, but it was a new retake on the origin story. <laughs> no, it's been out for fucking twenty years. What are you talking about? No, the new the comic book story. George Schumacher himself, he wanted to fix his mistake. He wanted to make a better Batman film, and so he wanted to do. It was it was his idea to do, uh, you know, a Batman Year One storyline, and you know the updated origin of the Batman. Uh, and Warner Brothers was like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea, but we won't have you. No, 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 no. You you can go somewhere else. We we don't want you after your terrible films. Um, <laughs> didn't um, didn't Sony do the same thing with Money Penny in the James Bond films? Well, I'm pretty sure the actress was like, hey, I think M should be a woman. I'd like to play M. And they're like, that's a brilliant idea for Judy Dent. Sacked her up. Great idea, but we're not going to use you. We're not going to use you. Like, oh but yeah, very similar. Schumacher was like, oh, that, I'd do that. I was like, yeah, not you, not you. So they went to uh, Darren Aronofsky. Um, any of you guys know him? Um, I know the name. I couldn't tell you a movie that he's made. He um, made the Black Swan film with Natalie Portman. Oh, oh that's a phenomenal film. Uh, he made Noah with Russell Crowe. Um, um, not so good. He made that. He made that. He directed that, yep. Uh, I thought that was Ridley Scott. Nah, he directed that. He produced it. Like a Ridley Scott film. He, you know what? Yeah, the, maybe it's just because it was the marketing. Like Russell Mar- marketing was like probably Ridley Scott, but it was like produced it. Oh, produced by. Yeah, Ridley but they Scott. put that name first because it gets more. Um, he also did Mother with uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh right, okay. I'm. Uh, I don't know how to feel about this. This this isn't. This is a very diverse filmography. He's, uh, he's done. <laughs> Really, it really is. Have you um have you seen uh, Mother Louis? No, I haven't. It's um uh it's basically what if a metaphor was a movie? Because the whole oh. film, it's 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 this isn't the podcast to get into it, but it's like a <laughs> film about uh, Mother Earth, but depicted as a woman, and she's got an oh. abusive husband who's supposed to be God of religion. Maybe <laughs> it's. It's very weird. It's... A lot of his movies are very abstract and strange. It, yeah. I mean, when, when you hear the story for this, it's like, 
Okay, this this is very odd. Um, but yeah, so when when they got Darren Aronofsky in, um, I think he was actually quite keen to look at like the Dark Knight Returns first. Uh, okay. And, and like that that was like their re- every Batman director looks at the Dark Knight. Yeah, they go, oh, it's like oh greatness, we've got to start there. And I really find this interesting that the original idea for that was going to be in Tokyo. And they were going to get. Do you want to guess who was going to be the Batman? This was. These were the rumors. Who do you think the Batman Bruce and Bruce Wayne was going to be? Nicholas Cage. Nope. Thomas. Um, who Batman was going to be in Tokyo? Yeah, in this this. What uh, year? Um, I can't remember. But this was this was like the original idea that he wanted to do. Like maybe the Dark Knight Returns. Uh, they wanted. He was going to. Oh, is it Clint? We. Clint, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Uh, yeah, I'd heard about. Fuck this. off. I, to be honest, Clint Eastwood is Clint Man Batman. To be honest, when you look at the, when you read the comic, that comic, you're like, and then you see Clint Eastwood, you're like, well, now anyway, you're like, oh, that, that, that would work. But then, obviously, this was a while ago, so he would have looked a wee bit younger. So I don't know, but I think it would have been really funny to see Clint Eastwood as uh, Batman Bruce Wayne. I would have been very I, I, I don't because like Clint Eastwood like yeah he's like an action guy but he's more like a guns guy I can't yeah. imagine Clint Eastwood like throwing elbows in a corridor or <laughs> yeah. something do you know what I mean you, you feeling lucky punk <laughs> <laughs> they'd definitely make him say that wouldn't that, they they would definitely make him say that but then of course you know the studio said yeah that's a good idea but probably year one's a better origin story if we're going to do it again do a better story you know let's do it with year one Um. I think that was something that Michael Keaton wanted to do as well. I think he'd talked about, hey, let's go back to the origin of Batman. And they were like, get the fuck out of this office, Michael Keaton. <laughs> we're going for, we're going a different direction. Yeah. We're going Jim Carrey and Lycra. And that went oh, fantastically. Of course, of course. I forgot it was Jim Carrey. Yeah, it's <laughs> so awkward to watch. I mean, to be honest, he does a good job but at the same time. It's like, oh, oh dear. Again. One of the few pipe dream moments that I remember from when I was, like, seven. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have been hilarious if Matt uh, Matt Reeves had cast Jim Carrey again as the Riddler in his movie. Just didn't explain it, just went, fuck it, we're going to give him another try. Why give, not? Give him another try, I think that would have worked. Um, but yeah, so the, the studio decided not, let's do year one, it's better. Um, and, what, and there were some rumours going around about who was going to be Batman for this storyline. Um, it was gonna. The rumor was Aaron Eckhart, the guy who plays Harvey Dent in Dark Knight. Oh my god! That, I thought and even more famously, Frankenstein's monster in I Frankenstein. Oh really? I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was the movie where they tried to make Frankenstein sexy. Oh, they achieved. Moving on. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, I was I was looking at some of the the art design for like the Batman and everything. And they were they were really going for the year one look. Um, there was one design that looked a wee bit like uh, Thomas Thomas Wayne's Batman, you know that alternate one where it's like more red mm. on it. Um, that was an idea. Uh, the Batmobile, there was loads of designs for that. So much like there was one where it was literally just a rocket at the back of the car. Um, which I mean, that's basically what the the, 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 the old Batman yeah, is, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, he. But this one, there was this was massive. This was like a proper big one. Um, and then there was another one, like, you know how in the cartoons there is, like, a bat face almost at the front of the car? Like, in the cartoons, there's, like, a small... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In this one, it was, like, a prop... This one design, it was, like, a proper bat cowl. Like, it was it was his proper face in the front of the car. It looked very weird. 
Um, what, like a bat or Batman? It was the right? Batman cowl, like his mask. It, it would be that oh. at the front of the car. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure at one point the Batmobile, the Batmobile in this film was just going to be like, like I think it was um, a Lincoln Continental. Yeah, the, yeah, literally. That, that's what they were wanting to use, and apparently it was going to have like bus engines in it. It was literally going to be a really <laughs> rough, like it just didn't look like Batman at all. You know, that, that's. Which, which I'm, it's almost kind of like what the new Batmobile seems to be in this one, where it's yeah. like an old kind of sports car. I've not really, I don't think they've released what it actually is. But it's, it's just, just an got average like car. like a rocket engine yeah. attached to the back. <laughs> but it was literally, yeah. By like duct tape. By duct tape. <laughs> Gaffer tape Batman, I'm pretty sure. Uh, they referred to him at one point as something like that, I think. Well, in this one. So, um,. I think so. Oh. Or maybe I'm getting my... my you might be getting it mixed cancelled up. Cancelled Batman confused. You might be. But yeah, this this was just the, the designs and everything. Do you want to hear the story? Please. I'm good, actually. Uh, so moving <laughs> on. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would cry if you said that. Um, so yeah, the, the story, it's very different, you know? Well, first of all, him and Fr- Aaron, Ar- um, Aronofsky and Frank Miller were working quite closely with the... Working quite closely together for the script. Um, and Frank, oh, was Frank Miller right in this one as well? Yeah, they were working quite closely, and um, but it was mostly Darren Aaron. Hang on, hang on, were Frank Miller and David Aronofsky were they uh, were they working quite closely? Yes, <laughs> quite closely, you say. Hmm, interesting. You're not funny, anyway. Um, <laughs> Frank Frank Miller um, always thought I was like, oh, I was quite dark, but. Aaron Ofsky went really dark with this story, you know, he... Just call him Darren. I like Aaron Ofsky, it's a bit better. But you um, always say it with such fear, Aaron Ofsky. Darren? Um, Darren. Call what? him Darren Ofsky. Darren Ofsky, Darren Ofsky. <laughs> <laughs> so much better. Darren Ofsky, he, he, he went darker. He, he was a wee bit more intense. So it opens up. I don't know the black face in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so instead of you know the, the the story we've seen today, where he's you know with his wealth and everything, he's actually being he's a mechanic at the moment. He's in a he's a mechanic what? working in a garage. Bruce Wayne. Um, Sorry. Yeah, he's he works he's as a mechanic. Rich. I thought Bruce Wayne was rich. Well, in this in this different story, it's gonna come across so <laughs> fake in the podcast. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Just leave it. Leave it. <laughs> well, to- Thomas, you may know more about this character than I do, but instead of you know his parents getting killed in the alleyway and then he gets picked up by the police and he lives with Alfred, or Alfred looks after him, this character called uh, Little Ali. Thomas, do you know this guy? Little Ali? Mm-hmm. I have no idea who Little Ali is. Well, it's this guy who uh, takes him in, like, his family takes him in, and that's who he lives with in the garage. <laughs> um, it's really weird. Uh, so they take him in. So he's not brought up in the Wayne Manor and everything. He's, you know, one of the guys in Gotham. No one really says that. No. One of the lads. One of the lads, you know, the working class citizens working um, in a garage. Um, and then... It's, yeah, so it's, it's very different. Uh, James Gordon's a wee bit suicidal. It opens up to him. Um... <laughs> Just spring that on us, why don't you? <laughs> James well, Gordon? No, James Gordon. Oh! How <laughs> <laughs> the fuck did he come into it? <laughs> James Gordon, Commissioner Gordon, um, is a wee bit suicidal. 
Um, yes, they do throw you right in there because um, he's playing around with a revolver. Um, and then you learn that, you know, the the police force... Did he say that weird? He did, didn't he? What? Revolver. You, you went like... Revolver. Revolver. <laughs> <laughs> the revolver. Uh, a gun. He was playing with a gun. He was playing with he's a gun because he wanted to kill himself because he's suicidal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, he's not very happy with the town. Uh, his The police force... <laughs> He's clearly a bit more than just a little unhappy with the town. <laughs> He's very unhappy. He's distraught because uh, the police are shit. You know, they're all corrupted. Uh, they're all getting bribed and everything. But Commissioner Gordon, he's not having that. He's he's a he's a decent guy. He's not letting you know criminals influence him. He's wanting to do justice and everything, and also <laughs> by killing himself. He's going to fucking show his town what's up. Put my fucking um, brains out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so all, as well, you know, Bruce Bruce Wayne is also uh, he's not happy with the town. You know, he thinks it's a wee bit of a mess. Um, and then I there, love that you keep referring to Gotham City as the town or like the city, Gotham City town. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, it's supposed to be like just... New York. <laughs> it's he's, in... just, he's not happy with it's the like neighborhood. <laughs> it's just he's, some little he's, he's, he's not happy with the neighborhood. Um, but yeah, there is this incident where oh, I also forgot to say that uh, the the apartment that Bruce Wayne lives in it's all quite messy and everything. Where he's got quite a lot of police uh, uh, police reports, uh, police scanners, you know, because he, he's quite into like the uh, the neighborhood or the city because it's all fucked up. The town, <laughs> the town. <laughs> um, but there's this incident that pushes Bruce Wayne to change and like do something in, uh, for Gotham where. You know, the Commissioner Gordon saves a child where a man's holding a gun again, uh, a gun to a kid, and you know he saves a uh, saves what, a kid. What sort of gun was he holding against the kid? A revolver. Um, <laughs> so who was holding a gun against the kid? This random guy. You know. Oh right, for a second I thought you meant Commissioner Gordon. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm not going to kill myself. I'm going to murder some fucking children instead. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to kill some real pussies like gonna... kids. It's <laughs> very dark. Um, but no, so <laughs> Commissioner Gordon saves the kids and then the news report, uh, there's a news report about him and he makes this lovely speech about how he's going to do something for Gotham and that there should be more people like him, you know, fighting and protecting. That's so big headed. Yeah. <laughs> and so. Should be more I'm, people I'm like so me. Confused. I'm the real shit in this, this town. This motherfucker went from holding a gun right? to his head on a toilet seat. To like a week later, being like, "Hey, you know what? There needs to be more people." It's like a me. bit. <laughs> I don't know Wait, how. He's actually in a toilet seat. No, he's not in a toilet seat. He's at the end. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I mean, there are a lot of parts where it's like jumping between things, and I don't know how. Like, it doesn't seem like it was planned properly. This is just like a very, very rough script. Um, but well, is is it a case of like um because we talked about how he, he's the director of Mother and Black Swan and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and a lot of those movies have very abstract um, filmmaking going on where they have like a lot of visions and dream sequences and stuff like that. Do you think that's the case here where the story's a little disjointed because it was supposed to be a much more abstract telling of year one? I mean, or do you just think it's a rough draft? I mean, it could be, uh, if that's what you say, like his other films are like, because when when you're reading this, uh, the screenplay and everything, it does seem a bit jumpy in places. And I don't know, um, it, it just doesn't feel like a fully fresh story. And um, that's why I think, in some places, 
you know, it's 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 just a rough script. Um, but I shall continue with the story. <laughs> so yes, after uh, Gor- Jim Gordon's uh, speech on the on the telly. Bruce Wayne's. So, Louis, what's your favorite? Oh part my of the god! <laughs> Why do you always do this with me? You keep on it's saying. It's gotta be for me when he was sitting on the toilet about to kill himself, and then James Corden came in with a gun against a child's head. You know, um... you you can't complain if I don't talk much when you just talk over me. Um, so. I, I lost my train. Wow, thought. you know what said? There should be more people like you fighting to protect this city. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> keep going. I don't even know what I was going to say. Yes, yeah, so after Jim's, James, Jim, whatever his name is, Gordon, um, gives his speech on the telly. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> I might be. Um, Bruce Wayne's watching and he gets inspired from this speech on the telly. Uh, so much so that he takes his dad's ring that has his initials of his, his his dad's initials on it, TW. And he goes on top of a building, puts it on where it's all raining and thunder and everything, and he just screams because he's going to do something. He's going to fix the city. Um, <laughs> he's going to do something. He's, he's going he's to be a hero. He's going to be a super cop, which is something they say in the script, a super cop. People think he's like a super oh, cop. No. Um, so he's, you know, he's oh. going out. And he's, <laughs> Isn't that from Hot Fuzz? Isn't that a name of one of the films? All right, supercar. All right, so, yeah, uh, yeah. Right, super he goes like, he's the supercar. He's the cop who can't be stopped. That's a line from. Well, oh, yeah. Bruce Wayne's the supercar that can't be stopped. Uh, literally, uh, <laughs> because this this is why I mean how it seems like a rough script because it goes from this point where Bruce Wayne's on top of a building and he's got his dad's ring on and he just screams. The next minute he's just there's a weird long montage of him just beating up people. And he's not wearing any capes. You know, he's, he's literally Bruce Wayne. He's just in a suit and tie. No, literally, I don't even think it's a suit and tie. It's just average clothes. Oh, he's yeah, going, he's not rich. Yeah, because he's, he's... Leaving the imprint of his dad's <laughs> ring in their forehead. Yeah, yeah, literally, no, that's the thing, you know. Like he the punch, new Justice League. Yeah. He, BBS, sorry. He's, he's going around fighting, fighting people. He's, like, saving uh, damsels in distress. Um <laughs> He's, but I'm he, sorry, just the image in my head of him one day, like he, like, he gets back from Gotham for maybe, like, all his training or wherever he's been, and he sees on the news Jim Gordon being like, hey, there needs to be more people like me, and then the next people he's just in the street beating up civilians. Well, no, this, 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 no, okay, no, Jim, there, there, I've got there, it. No, there's... He's, <laughs> no, that, that's the thing, Thomas. He, he, he hasn't left the city. He hasn't had any training. He's just been in Gotham, and he's seen this news report, and he goes, you know what, I'm going to do something about it. Oh, so he's he's lived in Gotham his whole life. Yeah, he's lived it. The like I said, oh this, my god, like he's I poor. Yeah, little Ali, he's been in an apartment with little, little Ali. Little Ali. Um, he, so he's not had any of this training. He just goes off, fighting, you know, with his dad's ring. He just brawls people. And there's a weird. I didn't realize this. Yeah, and it's really weird because, you know, he's going off fighting people, and this is the part I just you know he's not no Batman uniform. He's just in his regular clothes. He's very aggressive. Uh, that's the thing that they wanted to address. You know, he's he's very aggressive with his fighting. He he enjoys it. He enjoys beating up criminals, seeing the blood and everything. Um, and you know, this is why I mean, where there's this weird montage of him constantly just beating up people. Um, and then there's a point where there's a group, a big group of thugs, um, and he's 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 handling some of them, but then the rest of them team up, and then he he sort of gets cornered. <laughs> 
uh, and he's he's losing his ah shit I'm not I'm not as good uh, and then he I think they're in this bathroom and he picks up all like the what so, yeah yeah this is what I mean it's it's very this is what I mean it's like a very rough scare he's in the bathroom when you like, say beating up criminals was it a team of homosexuals <laughs> is, that, is that who's beating up to protect the city well I mean they did want it to be in the seventies so. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, famously homosexuals only exist in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, he, you know, he uses the uh, stuff around him and makes a flamethrower. Um, he uses the stuff around him, what do you mean? In a bathroom. <laughs> he like MacGyver's that shit, he's just like, right, I, I, I'm being accosted by these homosexuals, but there's a propane <laughs> gas tank and a lighter, who'd have left these in a bathroom? <laughs> So he, he like he uses like the chemicals and everything to fight off the big group and everything. And it's from this experience where he goes, "Oh, you know what? I need to get some gear." Uh, so, he, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So he, you know what? I, I love this part uh, where he's like, he goes off and gets like a ho- hockey mask. And I laugh how when Dark Knight Returns, it's like I'm not wearing hockey pants. So I don't know if that's like a wee reference to. Darinovsky's version wanting to wear a hockey mask. Anyway, so he, he gets all the equipment, he gets, you know, he makes bombs and stuff like that. Um, bombs? <laughs> no, from like chemicals and stuff, not like an actual Just atomic soap bomb. Just fucking. You know, he makes these. Glycerin chem- and fucking. Yeah, and like, nails. It's ridiculous. So he, that's when he starts to. He doesn't even dress up as a bat. You know, he's just... Wait, does he Does he ever get, like, a Batman costume in this film? No, he just gets, a, you know, he gets the oh, gear. Oh, he just gets, like, a hockey who's, mask. This who's, is why it's small, Who's though. the villain in this film? There isn't really a main villain. Holy, holy shit, do you know what this movie is? What? This is, this is Joker, but Batman. Well, this is the thing. <laughs> this is the thing. Um, Darinovsky, I was going to get to this eventually, but, you know, since you've said that thing there, it's okay. Um, they Darinovsky said, oh, with this story, I think we were just like a couple of years early because then you see Joker and it's very similar to what we wanted to do. Um, so the audience weren't ready for our story. Um, and that's, this is why this, uh, it didn't get the green light because it was too dark, too violent because the, the uh, people at Warner Brothers, the, one of the guys says he wants to take his kid to see this film. And obviously... It's very dark, you know. I think his Batcave um, is, like, in the underground. You know, it's not a proper Batman story. Uh, like we said earlier, the Batmobile is not a proper cool-looking mich- uh, vehicle. It's just a random... Would you, would, what do you mean by it's in the underground? It's... It's surely all Batman caves are well, underground. You know, <laughs> but no, no, like, you know how in the other uh, stories, it's all high-tech, it's got all the gear and everything this is literally yeah. just an underground station you know it's so <laughs> rough Sta- it's pathetic. What, what like a, like a subway station yeah oh, it's a fucking squatter That's it's it it's it's, it's pathetic it's <laughs> very hang, hang different on. isn't isn't the batman isn't the bat cave in the new batman film a subway station oh just remembering the trailers it does yeah, look I'm pretty like sure that. it's I'm pretty sure it's like a, it's like an underground subway station you in know, the new film i wonder if that's taken from this version then. Prob- well this is the thing cuz Darinovsky was saying like i've seen loads of things being taken from my script and being used elsewhere cuz the thing i was going to lead on to is once batman gets all his gears and everything and he's got his hockey mask on um you know the there's another news report and because he's fighting so aggressively and with his ring um that leaves a mark and it looks like a bat 
And so people are going, oh, oh this bat <laughs> man, is he a friend or is he a fool? Um, oh. And Darren Offergy was saying, like, yeah, they used that ring idea in Batman vs. Superman. You know, with, yeah. so there's a lot <laughs> of elements. I, mean, I don't know different. how a TW, I don't know how a TW I think it's. Like. I think it's supposed to be, like, not like... Is that... Is it the T on top of the yeah, W? Yeah, they're overlapped. Okay, yeah, um, so it's not like you a lot know, of shite. It's it's <laughs> it's very weird. Um, so yeah, so Batman, the, well, a Batman is he a friend or is he a fool? So Gordon and the police hunt down Batman, uh, and then there's this big battle uh, in an empty building, and it's very very aggressive, you know. Beating up With the Batman police. and police officers. Batman and police officers. And... That's the final showdown. Is Batman fight? This yeah. isn't a fucking superhero film. This is a supervillain origin story. <laughs> it's, it's very <laughs> weird. It's so weird. I don't get it. Um, but yeah, and. There's this big fight scene uh, with the police. I shouldn't say fight scene. There's a, you know, a brawl where he beats up the police and everything. It's not and... a fight scene. Fuck off. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why did you correct yourself? What was wrong with that? I don't know. Um, so there was this fight scene. Sorry, it's, it's not a fight scene, but there's a scene where there's a fight. <laughs> Sorry, so there was a love scene. Sorry, no, I mean sex scene. Um, that was very... Uh... Um, Sorry, I meant fight scene. Anyway, anyway, uh, he almost gets... He almost dies. Or, sorry, he almost gets killed. Um, and... <laughs> But he he survives and he escapes through the sewers. Um, then after that, Bruce Wayne magically there's like a news report where it shows that Bruce Wayne, you know, magically appears in his, you know, come back to Gotham City to claim his heritage and says that he was abroad, you know, in school and everything, and that's where he was. You know, he wasn't dead or anything. He was he was just in Europe. School, oh, so, right? how, so he'd been living in Gotham not as Bruce Wayne but as someone else. Yeah, like no one really <laughs> knew that Bruce Wayne was, it was Bruce Wayne and everything. It I'd love to see weird. the reactions. Yeah, of, like some guy that's had their car fixed and he goes, "Fuck, that Bruce Wayne looks an awful lot like Bobby down at the mechanics yeah. lab." <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the thing. How I mean, it's just such a rough script because it ends with Batman this fight. You know, he, he escapes through the sewers and then it cuts to, oh yeah. Bruce Wayne comes back to reclaim his heritage. I was like, wait, what? Um, so it's a bit weird. So obviously it's like planting... It's obviously they were going to do another film. There was a sequel intended. Um, and then it also ends with Catwoman, Selina Kyle, um, oh. robbing... She's, she's a cat burglar, and it ends oh. there where she's, <laughs> she's, she's stolen some jewellery. And is running on top of the buildings and jumps into the distance, and the film ends there. It's very weird. There's also fucking. I, I didn't realize the film was quite like this. Fucking yeah, hell. it's very weird. They also there's also this one scene. This is what I mean. How it just doesn't feel. It's a very very rough draft. And um, there's one scene where Jim Gordon, no reason why, goes to Arkham Asylum, and when he's at Arkham Asylum. He sees a young Joker who's very wild and insane. Okay. <laughs> it's really weird. I don't get it. Um, but how, yeah, how, like how how do they like how, how do they emphasize that he's the Joker? Does, he looks at the camera and goes, like... "I am the Joker. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to become the Joker." They don't really explain that either. He just visits Arkham Asylum, and there's a young Joker chained to a chair and like, with green hair, I suppose, going on 
chaotic and maniac like i actually i apparently i think there's gonna be something similar like that in the batman um oh, so there's, there's so many there's, things being brought over yeah because there's like rumors that he's been he's been cast um that it's gonna be the guy who plays uh Druig. Um, <gasps> oh yes, I remember you telling me about this. I think did we mention it last week on the podcast? <laughs> I think we did. Um, oh my god! Um, but this is yeah. So I said earlier that there were rumors of Aaron Eckhart being um, Batman in this Darnowski version of um, Year One. But what he, wow. you know, who he wanted as Batman? Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Wow! Oh my fucking god! And you know who the oh studio wanted? Freddie Prince, Prince uh, I can't remember. Freddie Princess Jr. Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, the guy who plays Freddie Fre- Prince. Fre- uh, who plays um, uh, in Scooby Doo? Fred. Fred. He plays Fred. In <laughs> what? It's literally the fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. And they wanted him to play. Hang on. He also voices uh, Ken and Jerris in Star Wars. Okay. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was at that moment where Darnowski was like, "Oh, they're they're wanting they're wanting a different film." You know, um, and obviously it didn't come to light because it was too violent. They were saying that it was more like The Punisher, um, very, it... <laughs> very dark. Um, and even Frank Miller was surprised how dark it was, um, which is. I mean, th- I mean, what you were it... saying about him literally going around brutally beating people up sounds very Punisher. And he enjoys it, you know, in a very weird way. Who wouldn't? But th- yeah. it, it feels it feels weird because it, it's like they've gone right his. Here's like a checklist of Batman stuff we need. We need Joker, we need Batcave, we need the fucking Batmobile, we need this, we need that. But let's do it in the weirdest fucking way. It, it's yeah. very like, odd. But it's just strange that like structurally it is very similar to Joker because oh, yeah. you see him kind of in like a, a kind of rough neighbourhood. He's, he's living a very like kind of difficult life and then he sees something on the TV or has an incident that causes like a psychological break apparently it causes him to become violent and start fucking uh, hurting people but mm-hmm. there doesn't seem to be a point like Batman Begins again another year one storyline that kind of adapted from this I'd imagine yeah, yeah. has you know he gets to Gotham he starts like wearing fucking basic Batman equipment or whatever and beating people up but he's got a purpose where he's like I'm trying to dismantle organised crime in Gotham whereas this it looks like it's just some fucking guy like I've gone crazy and I want to beat poor people up in Gotham it's, like what? it's very some, weird and then the final fight to be against the police like that makes no fucking sense it no it's, it's, it's very like when I was reading up about it I was like oh this is an interesting take but then when you Take a step back. It's like it's not a very good Batman origin film. It's like completely going against the source material. Yeah. It, it, it kind of feels like one of them. Do you know um, how they did Brightburn for Superman? It kind of feels like an anti yeah super, yeah superhero thing. It is very just, weird. Just I say, think ha, if you took ha, ha, no no go if uh, there's a character uh, I I can't remember who it, I think it's Mark Millar uh, the writer of Kickass. He wrote a story about that was basically. Um, I think he tried to advertise it with the tagline, what if Batman was a cunt? And DC were like, don't use Batman, we're not going to let you. So they were like, oh, what if Batman was evil? Or what if someone was like, I can't remember what it was. But it was a character called Nemesis, 
who is essentially evil Batman. If you took Batman out of that film and all the DC references and called him Nemesis, that would be a great Nemesis movie. Um, so yeah it's, yeah, it's like Brightburn. It's like an anti-Batman because so much mm. of that is just, hey, he gets a Batcave, but he's got to fucking rape someone to do it. <laughs> it's, like, it's, really, it's, it's really unnecessarily dark. It doesn't even feel personal. The way that he does it doesn't feel personal to his parents. It no, feels that like he's just been inspired I mean, by some bloke on TV. Well, I mean, he, <laughs> it is said that he um, he is traumatized by the death of his parents, and that's the reason it why he's really like it. yeah. But he's, that's the reason why he's not happy with the town and every uh, the the neighborhood. Yeah, um, not happy <laughs> just sounds so soft. Of a your mm. parents have literally been killed by people like criminals, and you're like. Oh, I'm not happy. But then when some guy comes on and says, "Oh yeah, I, I beat somebody to death because I nearly like they had a gun to a kid's head," and then you start beating the shit out of people, it feels like pointless. It is. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's very random, you know. This this is what I mean. It doesn't. It's a very rough draft. Rough, rough, rough so, draft. So how how does it relate to Smallville in the sense of why did? Well, uh, from what I read, that apparently, well, you guys will know more about it, but in Smallville, they, they've they gathered in, like, the I don't know how many series, seasons, like nine? Ten. Ten, close. Um, <laughs> you get to see all these characters, like The Flash and Aquaman. No. Cyber. No? No. <laughs> we don't get to see The Flash. We'll, we'll, no. we'll get onto that. We'll get we'll onto that. that. Tease for next. That. Tease for next. But you do have some other superheroes come and appear in the show, yes? The yeah. the writers they constantly ask, can we get Batman? And they're like, no, because we have a we have a film trilogy in mind, so we don't so, want him to appear in your show. To the extent of that, right? They Sorry, literally. One second. One, one second. Um, because you said so, I think that caused Seb to say that sentence in the most jury way possible. So <laughs> say that sentence again, Seb. Will you just say, we've got. A film trilogy in mind, and we want to do it. Um, we don't want him on TV or whatever you were going to say, but say it with a bit more, bit more confidence. Okay. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> but no, they, the, the the writers and the producers, they got they constantly asked for Batman to appear in the show, um, but the studio were like, nope, we don't want him to appear in the Smallville show because we have a film trilogy in mind for that character. So we don't want him appearing. So, no, no. They, they kept on asking. They still said no. We're not happening. And so so that was the funny bit, though. Like, in Smallville, like, when we watched this, like, because me and Thomas watched this together, when we watched it, there was a perfect moment for Batman to come in and they almost set a single character up around becoming Batman or like for Batman to enter and then it was completely just fizzled away and wasted but you could feel the sort of tension building about this playboy billionaire that was going to turn up and it was going to yeah. be Batman but then it just fizzles but it, it's interesting because it, it actually happens twice in that show and it, yes because yes. me and Louis we, we like you said we, we didn't just watch this show it became like religious where we try because we only had like a brief period of time to watch it. So we went for like days where we just watched Smallville. Yeah. We'd break in between for meals, but we'd be like, right, we've got like 20 hours and we've got to watch two seasons. Let's just fucking rattle through it. Like fucking it was shit like that. It, it, yeah, it affected so, um... me. <laughs> it affected you. I'll never be the same. 
No, there's, I'm there's... a scarred man. <laughs> I think it's like season three where there's a character introduced yeah. uh, Is it with the name Queen? Adam Knight. Oh, okay, no. No, no, no. this is... <laughs> so. Yeah. That's later on. This guy's introduced, and he's like this mysterious stranger who's like done a lot of traveling around the world or whatever, <laughs> and he's all charismatic, and he looks like if the CW in the 2000s were going to cast Batman. This is the perfect guy they'd get. Oh, he was, um, he got... was also the guy from... Um... Oh, he's in Vampire Diaries, isn't he? Yes, that's it. Yes, I forgot his name, though. He's, like, he's, um... he's one of these brothers who are, like, bad boys or whatever, like, kind of evil, kind of not. I don't know, I've not seen it. Sidetrack. They'd got this guy. They'd got this guy, and he's acting like Batman. And then halfway through, oh, he so just disappears. Bad. He gets kidnapped by fucking Lex Luthor or something and, like, has experiments done on him and he ends up dying. Yeah. And the plot completely pivots. But for the first few episodes, he's written like Batman. And I looked into it and every single person who's watched that show has thought the same thing. And I think at one point he was supposed to be Batman and they were going to set him up to become Batman. Um, and then the CW were like, we've... Oh, uh, sorry. One of us were like, hey, we have a Batman film coming out. You can't use this character. It's going to dilute the brand. So they and got then, on top of that, they literally, what, I mean, is it maybe two seasons later? I think they introduced, obviously, Green Arrow, right? But it feels like Green Arrow's whole point in that film was because they were like, fuck, we can't have Bruce Wayne. Who's the closest to Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. in the DC universe that we can then shove in to have this sort of, like, weird sort of angsty relationship between Clark Kent and this Playboy billionaire. And again, like, it's just, they play it, you could easily swap them two characters out and they would be the exact same. You wouldn't change it. Like It's because it, it, it's the same relationship, you know? Yeah. Oliver Queens, he's got this, like, playboy attitude that he puts on front, but then he behind the scenes, he's like, what, he's a vigilante. He's got all these fucking, he's got all this equipment, he's got a secret And Superman player. could crush him with his pinky. But yeah, he becomes the leader of the Justice League. He's the one who goes around and acquires Justice A lot yeah. of the stuff feels like that's Batman's character, especially his friendship with Clark Kent yeah, feels yeah. similar to the friendship between Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent in the comics. Even and again, BBS, like, it kind of seems familiar, you know, towards the end. Like, it's kind of like pally a little bit. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting because, like, Smallville initially started off as a Batman show. Originally, it was going to be about Batman going around the world training to become Batman, and they thought that would be too expensive. Do a different DC character instead, one with that's more cost-effective. And they went for Superman because they thought, despite the powers, we can just set this on a farm in Kansas. And with no tights, no flights. With the, yeah, the very catchy, no tights, no flights. Um, and that meant they didn't have to worry about a costume, and they didn't have to make him fly. They just made him run everywhere. And running effects had been perfected in the nineties. I'm about to talk about that in a moment. Um, but fucking, they'd had like all these little like teasers for Batman throughout the show, and they could just never pay them off. So then, when Smallville finished and they did comics as sequels, one of the first characters they introduced was Batman. It was like they went, finally, let's bring this guy in. But it's 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 weird because like that Darren Aronofsky film never happened. But because it was in production, they couldn't do Batman for like the first fucking several years. And yeah, the Dark Knight happened and all that shit happened. Like the, we did the get Batman a good Batman everything. in the end. They did get there in the end, but it's like, you could have definitely had Batman on TV at the same time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's a different universe. But, I, I know, it's just, it's weird. Because whenever you watch Green, Green Arrow in that show, all you're thinking of is, oh, that's that's supposed to be Batman. <laughs> yeah. It's so obvious. Yeah. But then the annoying uh, thing as well, with, with Smallville, like a lot of the... I mean, because Aquaman had his own TV, TV show like after, didn't he, as well? Uh, was it after? No they, no, they tried to do an Aquaman TV show. Um, Aquaman had a... He was in an episode of Smallville, um, and that was he, the most watched episode of Smallville ever. So he was in quite a that, few episodes of Smallville. No, but this was after his first one. That first oh. episode, at the time, was the most viewed episode of Smallville ever. Yeah. So the producers were like, hey, let's capitalize on that. Let's do an Aquaman TV show, but they didn't. Uh, they didn't cast the guy who played him on Smallville. They didn't make it a spin-off. They got Justin Hartley to play him, who because that pilot got cancelled and it didn't end up getting made, they cast him as Green Arrow. This is <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and you know, fucking even Arrow the TV show that. Again, that started out as this time they're like, right, let's do a Batman show this time. They went, no, 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 we're not letting you do Batman again. You're not allowed. We keep telling you, do something else. And we went, well, fuck it, Green Arrow did all right. <laughs> we replaced Batman with Green Arrow last time. Let's just do it again. And that one went for fucking eight seasons. So I guess, uh, yeah, moral of the story, always replace Batman with Green Arrow. If they replaced Darren Aronofsky's Batman with Green Arrow, that would have worked because Green Arrow fucking kills people all the time. But they didn't. Didn't the bastard. Yeah, well, anyway. So yeah, that's um let's move on to my character. The uh the character I researched. Sorry, I'll let you ask me later. <laughs> so Thomas, who's who's your character that you're talking about today? Um I'm talking about Wonder Woman as well, Louis. I I'm gonna oh, research Wonder Woman as well. This is okay, well I'm gonna so, talk about the Flash. So basically what happened in, uh... <laughs> in two thousand and six there was a cancelled one no, I'm talking about <laughs> the Flash. But with, it's weird, because with The Flash, he's not just had, like, one cancelled project. He's one of those characters that's been in the works for so long that he's had constant cancelled projects that have been constantly, like, reimagined. And it's weird because it's like a series of recycled ideas up until the current Flash stuff. Like, it's uh, he's one of those characters that has always kind of, like, been in the works forever. Um... And, you know, if all things go well, we should finally get a Flash movie next year. Um, Thank God. We'll see. We'll see if that actually comes out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so back in the, I think, the 80s. I didn't realize um, it was that late or early. Oh, this is, this is the, fucking a while back. Originally, the Flash movie was pitched as this very fucking weird... Um, like dystopian future movie oh. where the flash for whatever reason um i can't exactly remember what the reason was but he gets like stuck in suspended animation and when he comes out the unit like the the world he's in is like post-apocalyptic and superheroes have been outlawed i think batman's retired superman's left for another galaxy i think wonder woman's like a waitress what? Working at like a strip club or something like that. Oh, yet another sexist uh, remark on Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, and I think part of the story is that like uh, Barry Allen, because this is Barry Allen at the time, has to go back in time and um, like rewrite history so that none of the apocalyptic shit happens. And then 
the writers of that show were told, look, what are you doing? This is too different from the comics. Just go back and make a simple Flash project. And that turned into the 90s Flash TV show. Oh. Um, and there's an episode in there where he travels into the future and it's like a post-apocalyptic future and he has to go back and stop it from happening. So it's one of those things where, oh, it's a recycled idea. And that theme keeps cropping up. And especially in the 2000s, the sort of era we're looking at, there was a lot of focus of making a Flash movie about Wally West. And a lot of the cancelled projects you look at at this time has Wally West being the main Flash. And Barry Allen is his mentor. And Barry Allen's like teaching him to use the Speed Force. And a lot of versions of these scripts, he'll go forward in time and it's all post-apocalyptic. So he's got to go back in time and fix it and all this crap. And that shit keeps happening. But I think the um, the most interesting one, um, and the, well, the most interesting one to me, and it's Michael Podcast, if he gives a fuck, is Justice League Mall. Um, which, even though it's a Justice League film, that was a movie that was told from the point of view of The Flash. He's the point of view character. The flat, the Justice League are an established team at this point, and the Flash is like the new member, being, uh, brought into the group, and the story focused on the Tower of Babel story from the comics. Do you guys know what that is? No, not a clue. I'd like you to expand. Um, it's basically it's. <laughs> No, I think we should just leave it there. Anyway, so... <laughs> um, I th- it's basically the storyline where um, Batman has, like... He has this secret folder where it has all the fucking weaknesses of all the Justice League members written on it. And in the, I don't know if it was going to be like this in Justice League Mortal, but in the comic it's based off of, Ra's al Ghul gets hold of it Ooh. and uses all of these weaknesses to take out the Justice League. And this was going to be along similar lines where the Justice League's weaknesses were all going to be discovered and the Justice League would get taken out. But because Barry Allen was the new guy, his weakness isn't on the folder and so he was going to be able to take out the villain. It was, from what I've heard and what I've read, it was going to be a very Flash-centric story. Um, and it's, inter- the, it's, it's actually kind of cool. The way it starts out is it opens with a funeral. And you see all the superheroes, they're all dressed in their superhero costumes, and the only person who's not there is Batman. So that throughout the movie the, Yeah, that's the implication. However, well, when you get like... to the end yeah, when you get to the end of the film, Barry Allen sacrifices himself and he dies. Um... And Wally West is the flash that is at the funeral, and then when they show the funeral at the end of the movie, Batman's standing off in the distance. So he's not dead. So no, it was uh, it was. Is there any explanation killed. to why he's off in the distance? I'm not gonna lie. I think he's just standing off and brooding. I think that's the uh, that's the only reason. See, see, when I said it, because Batman's dead, I, I that was a joke. I didn't realize. Oh, I, I nailed that there. I'm really happy with that. But Batman's not dead. But when Batman, I Batman, Batman's not dead. But, but, but they all think he's dead. But 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 Seb. No, that Batman's no, not that, dead. That's what the that's what the audience is supposed to think, Seb. Yeah, that's. But you're not, not the, the Justice audience. League. No, he's not dead. But, but what? <laughs> the, he's he's just stood off in the distance, 
brooding. That's he's just being Batman. He's just doing Batman things. Aronofsky's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Reading that script really fucked you up, hasn't it? <laughs> Wait, what? No, Batman. Um, but yeah, so it's it's interesting because the the reason why this I think this one. It's kind of weird because, like I said, there's there's like lots of different flash stories throughout this period that kept like revising, and a lot of them were um, Wally West takes on the mantle, and a lot of it had to do with Barry Allen was time traveling or he was dying. We've kind of come full circle with a new Flash movie where Barry Allen's again traveling through time, fucking up timelines and all this bullshit. It's a reoccurring theme in Flash movies, and because a lot of these projects were using more than one version of the Flash. That meant that when Smallville came around to wanting to use the character, DC were like, no, you can't use Barry Allen and you can't use Wally West either. Because even though Wally West was the main one in the comics, they were still using Barry Allen as like a mentor figure for a lot of the Wally West movies. So that meant that they had to really delve into the bargain bucket Flash characters. Oh, my God. And they introduced Bart Allen, the... Um, the grandson to Barry Allen. Otherwise known as... His actual... Yeah, his superhero name is Impulse. Impulse. So technically, yeah. in Smallville, there is no Flash. There's but another there's speedster. An in- there's an Impulse. It's and an they impulse. call him Impulse. That's the name he gets given. But a lot of the advertising campaign around his episode was stuff like, he's going to be there in a Flash. Like, they were trying to... Yeah. Eat, like, the colours he wears... Cause Impulse's costume in the comics is like red and silver, um, yeah, with like a with like highlights of yellow. But in the in the show, they just use they just use red and yellow. But then I mean, even the further the into flash. that though, like when when they have like the Justice League episode, I'm pretty sure he doesn't even wear he, re- he wears like yellow, like base yellow with like red highlights, which again is nothing com- towards anything. Do you know what I mean? It, it doesn't it's ba- make sense. Yeah, it's essentially the Flash costume. Like, even yeah. his... Like, this he has a backpack thing. that has, like, the Flash logo on it. Yeah, this is on Yeah, it's got the lightning bolt. So it's... It was one of those things where he wasn't the Flash. They were told they can't use the Flash. But they just made him the Flash anyway. They just can made I fucking crowbar him in there at any cost. <laughs> can I ask? Um, why did you guys watch Smallville? Do you know what, right? <laughs> just, just I remember I the exact give me, time give me a they brought it Like, I remember the exact time that Thomas brought it home. I don't live with him. The exact time that Thomas brought it back and was like, we're going to watch this. And I was like, oh, I mean, okay. We watched the first episode and it was shit, right? It was, the, it was, so, it was cringe. It was so bad, right? It was the most 2000 <laughs> thing in the world. It wasn't even like I brought it to my flat and forced him to come over. I went to his flat with our friend Lauren and I was like, guys... We're gonna watch Smallville. <laughs> they were like, oh, "Okay." Honestly, literally after the first episode, I was hooked. It was just, it was so. Ah, oh, there was so many just. But every time I ask you guys, like, "Oh, like enjoy the show," you guys sound like you're in pain. It it was painful. But how it was can it be good if you're in pain? It was a certain. For... How many hours was it in total, Thomas? In the end, I mean, I, you I've, I've refused. I've refused to count. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm going to look up the runtime of Smallville as a show. Well, well, just while you're looking that up, um, can we watch it again? Do, I don't <laughs> know. I'd like you know to what, say right? this is why this is why my degree was shit in the end because I had to watch so much time, I had so much time watching fucking Smallville. 
But here's here's the thing, right? And I will stand by this. The bet, like that show, is one hundred percent worth it for the two part special event oh my, that they oh did. Oh my god! Season nine. It was called Absolute Justice, and the Justice League meet the Justice Society because so I mean good. that. There's there's an actual Justice League. They get called the League. They get called. Yeah. We're gonna fight for justice. They're introduced in like season six in an episode called Justice, and it's like a full lineup. It's a guy who's basically the Flash. It's Aquaman. Yeah. It's Cyborg. It's Green Arrow, who's basically Batman, and you've got Superman on board. And throughout the show, yeah. they introduce characters like Black Canary and Martian Manhunter. And I think the only time you ever see them all on the screen together is at the funeral of a main character where they couldn't get all the actors back. So it's a lot of, no. like, they, like, show them from the back and they've got the costumes on, but you never see their faces. And it's the only time you ever <laughs> see the Justice League together and it's fucking worth it. It's so good. <laughs> so um, we can watch it? I'll recommend it. I highly recommend it. No, but it. can it is, you guys they... watch it with me? Like, again. I, I, Seb, I actually don't seasons. think I could. But... Seb, it's, it's, <laughs> I like, genuinely... Literally, if we watched... It would take so long. But I'd love I, to. I, 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 I feel like if I, <laughs> I feel like if I really forced myself, I couldn't do it. I'd end up something in me would just snap, and I'd I'd end up dying. Because I think part of it for me, right? One, I don't think I could deal with Chloe season one and two again. I liked her towards the end; she was great, but I, I don't think I could deal with Chloe's character from one to two. <laughs> And then Did we figure out that the time you sad. started liking her character, the time you started liking her character was the time the actress joined that cult? Oh my god! Yeah, which I think just <laughs> says something about her as a person. I think, I think it's the best thing for her. I think it's the best thing she could have done was join that cult. Um, just put it out there. But um, and then also his his best. It was one hundred and sixty-five hours. Oh, you can do that again. Except that's how many days? That's eight, eight days, nine days. Oh, we can do that. Just you know, during the holidays, we can do it again. So then I can talk about it. Oh, but we're gonna have a special Smallville episode after that, and all, all. The, but we're not gonna speak. It's just gonna be you. We're it's gonna just ask gonna you be questions me. about what you guys would be dead at that point after watching it all again. You, you would actually crumble. I don't think you. Except the, the amount of times, like, there's so many parts about the show, and I'm like. Spoilers, if you think, the, the amount of times, right, that Clark and Lois, um, not Lois, um, Lana, almost get together, get together, and then fuck up, it's painful. Seb, I, I, you know I don't how, think I can go through you know that how, again. Like, you know when you watch Friends and Ross and Rachel have like a will-they-won't-they they type thing, yeah? Mm. Oh but my throughout God. that will-they-won't-they... They have several times where they date, they break up, they date, they break up. And then in between those bouts of dating, they date each other, they, they date different characters and all this stuff. Not, none of that. It's about nine, Every eight seasons, season. something like that. It's like, it's like because all of a sudden he just ends up in love with Lois Lane for like the last two, three but seasons. But isn't that to be a... But up until which, then. Which is phenomenal, by the way. Like, that, that they I have, love they have such together. a cute relationship. It's so good. But they have the it best takes so long to but get up there. until and then. It... <sighs> but this is the thing, right? It, there's no like, like what I was saying about friends. They they don't date in between of that. It's not like they're dating other no. people. It's like seven seasons 
of them just looking at each other, being like, "Oh, we want to be together, but we can't because of bullshit reasons." And there's and nothing also, yeah, in between that. It's also it's just it's so shittiest. drawn out and so petty, and oh my god, <laughs> it's the shittiest excuses that they have for it breaking up, or them breaking up, or not happening, or like. Clark will go and save somebody from the day, and instead of being like, "Oh, sorry, like I, I, I had to like help my dad at home. I had to save my dad." It's just, "Oh, sorry, I couldn't be there." And then she's like, "Oh, why weren't you there?" He was saving somebody. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's just janky reasons that were just. I, I, I won't. I, th- I think the through. worst aspect of that show is the fact that Clark keeps his secret for so long, because there's yeah. there's like. You know, now in superhero shows, everyone knows who the main character is. Like, everyone knows that Oliver Queen's Green Arrow and all that shit. But in Smallville, because this was, like, the first step into modern superhero shows, Clark keeps his identity a secret right up until the last season. It takes ten seasons for every character Hmm. in the show to know who Clark Kent is. It's ridiculous. It's so bad. Like... Oh my god! And like, there's so many t- like the amount of mind erasing episodes where like a character will know, and then at the end of the, the show they'll either get knocked out and it'll be oh it was a dream it's fine or like <laughs> some weird there's there's a moment freak, right where, like, Spoiler, spoilers for a twenty year old show but there's a moment where Lex Luthor in like a dream sequence learns who Clark Kent is and he goes to hit him with a sword and Clark defends himself and the sword shatters on his arm it's such a good shot. And they use that in the opening of like the credits of the, Every of the show for like so long. Episode. Why? So you look at that and you go, "Oh, cool! Lex Luthor knows that Superman's Clark Kent," but he doesn't. They're just using but, that to fucking cock tease the audience. On top of that, right? They also did it with the flight scene. So again, spoilers for twenty years. So. But when he gets hit with red kryptonite, right, for some reason, he can fly when he uses red kryptonite. But they use that scene in every single opening for, I think, almost... I, I would I would hazard it by saying the whole series. And it's him flying off into distance in the black outfit, right? But then, so, like, coming into watching it, you think, oh, shit, he's going to fly. He's, he's actually going to fly. But he doesn't fly until the last episode of the last season, right? This sounds... It's fucking ridiculous. Oh, dear. I'm... I don't know whether to feel, and, uh, be proud that you guys watched it. Love hate. <laughs> you never see him in the Superman outfit as well. Not really. Ah, uh, kind of. You kind of do. You see it no from rest. a distance, and then they yeah. like do a close-up, but it's just of his face, and you see a bit of the suit sort of around his neck. Yeah. But that's, uh, there's, that's lovely, th- there's lovely harmonies with the Christopher Reeves one, though. That's good. Like, I, I think that's one thing they did really well, is they sort of harmonised a little bit. Almost every version of Lois Lane, like every actress who's played her, has been in this show because Amy Adams is in it. Is she? <laughs> yeah. She, she, oh, she's the she fat, fat sucking vampire. Fat yeah. yeah. She's a fat sucking monster in like season one, episode. <laughs> she like could, she could like 10, suck people's fat out of their bodies. Um, yeah. I think the only but actress who's played Lois Lane, I think the only one that's not been in it is uh, the woman who plays her in Superman and Lois. That yeah, wasn't but that's like oh, new. Do you know what I mean that's like? Yeah, um, but uh, if like we... the the, the Superman Lois actress, sorry, the Clark and Lois actress is in it. Uh, the one from the original movies is in it. They have some nice uh, callbacks and stuff like that. That's cute. Um, I f- I feel that we've gone off on a huge tangent, but what I was going to do is to reel it back in with the three films that we've just discussed. 
which one would you want to see in cinema? If they could only make one of these films again, it's like, right, these are the three films we could make again, or I say again, finally finish, which would it be? Flash. Flash. Say it, <laughs> say it a third time and I believe you. Batman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why? I think there's different aspects that I like. I think I like the Batman. I like the sort of anti-justice Batman where he just... I, I want to see how that played good. out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But then I like the Flash going back in time and sort of with the whole funeral. Yeah, the proper, proper stuff out of the comics. Yeah. Thomas? Um, well, because like, like I said, um, there's been... and I, I, I didn't want to touch on them too much here because I feel like we've... we've um, <laughs> we've gone massively over the time. Oh, this, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if this is three hours. I think it is. Um, this is it's, really well, bad. it's three what hours now, but then if you're cutting shit, it'll probably be two and a half. Mm. I, I think I can, I can, I'm going to try and cut this down to two hours. I reckon. I reckon because there's okay. like, there's that like, there's a lot of shit. chunk. There is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, Thomas, well, what, what so about yourself? I, yeah, because there's, like I said, because there've been so many different. Um, cancelled flash projects uh over the years it's hard to, and i've not really you know had a lot of time to talk about all of them here but that's why i focus more on justice league mortal and i think justice league mortal would have been a really interesting film but it's not a dedicated flash film like he's the main character um you know so i, yeah. I, I guess it is a flash movie but it's it's you know, you've you introduce in plus if we're watching it at the time it came out, that Justice League Mortal movie would have come out the same time as Batman Begins mm. and Superman Returns. So there'd have been two different versions of Batman and Superman on at the same time. But at the same time, the lineup they have for the Justice League is my favourite Justice League lineup. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Flash, Aquaman and Martian Man. Yeah. And by the way, if yeah. you want, you can go find pictures of the cast out there. They did costume tests and everything. It's great. Um, What's the so green I think like? It's actually not bad. I think the only picture that exists out there of all of them together is blurry. So you can't oh. really get like a full look. Um, mm. I think the only one that they release in HD is the Wonder Woman uh, outfit. Um, uh, I think the Green Lantern one... I think the Flash one's my favourite, actually, because I think the Flash one, they, they stick with the gold boots and all that stuff. The the Green Lantern one, I think it's like a black leotard with like a green V in the middle or something like that, if I remember correctly. Oh. And I'm pretty sure Aquaman, they don't give him the orange suit. They give him all like the the armour straps or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. You know, like what, um, what he wears in uh, BVS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think dude. it's like that outfit. So I don't. I I think because the Aronofsky one sounds a little bit too much like the Joker, and I think because the Wonder Woman one is a little too much Steve Trevor, I think I'd have oh, to it's pick. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I don't know why I said uh, three films. It really should have just been the Batman one or the Flash one because that Wonder Woman. Because just... the Wonder Woman, like I, I tell you, it sounds like the worst film. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like the next. Great, it feels like if you were going to make a Justice League of terrible characters, it would be Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, and then just a continuation. You could continue it as like a shitty Justice League. Yeah, I mean, I I agree that the Flash one does sound really cool, but I would also quite. I think it would just be funny to see 
um, this Aronofsky Batman film where you have Joker played by Joaquin Phoenix and then you also get Batman. He's also playing Batman. Played by Joaquin Phoenix. And then you have it turns another... out they're twins. Yeah, literally. And then you have another film where they both meet and it's Joaquin Phoenix just playing both characters. I think it'd be hilarious. Oh, like Legend. Yes. Yes. That'd be cool. That'd be so funny. But then... To be fair, I reckon you could pull it off. Would he have to get bulked? So you would have to do, like... That film would take <laughs> ages to film because they would have to have him really skinny the way that he plays in The Joker. And then they do all his scenes as The Joker. And then they have to stop production, wait for him to get beefed up and everything, all the muscle on, and then film all the Batman scenes. I think if they could do it... If Hey, if they... You know that film that took 13 years to make? Was it Boyhood? What? Oh, uh, yeah, where it was, um, they literally filmed a boy growing up. Yeah, like 15. Film. If they can do that, surely. Fuck off. Did that happen? Yeah. Wow. It's actually a pretty good film. I it's still like need to the watch se- it. I think the. the it's got nothing to do kid... with superheroes, but. <laughs> I was about to go on a massive tangent about that film, and then you did said it's got nothing to do with superheroes, and it kind of pulled me back. <laughs> good. Uh, did it win an I don't Oscar? know if it did. I don't think it did. I think it was That's like, a waste. Why the fuck would you spend 30 Because years I think that was... <laughs> but I, I generally... I think it put the kids off acting. Like, the kids who starred in it stopped yeah, acting because yeah. they were like, this just... It just tangent, felt like a chore because... <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but sorry, no, anyway. If, anyway, if, if they can do that, if they can do Batman. that with Boyhood, they Wonder can do that with... Um, Flash. Can you let me finish? <laughs> <laughs> they can do it with this Batman film where Joaquin Phoenix plays the Joker and the Batman. Heck, he can even play Catwoman. Oh, I'd hate to <laughs> They just that. make him play every every character. It's like um, it's like that Frankenstein play where Bendit Cumberbatch and Johnny Lee Miller would play. One would play Frankenstein, one would play the Doctor, and the next night yeah, they'd switch roles yeah. and they just do that. It's that, but it's Joaquin Phoenix and um, Robert Pattinson. But they do they film oh. they film two versions. One of them plays Batman, one of them plays the Joker, and then they switch. I think that's release so it in cinemas, good. and you never know which one you're going to see. Uh, well, I believe that wraps up this week's episode, this l- four-hour-long episode. Um, one final point I'd like to make. If anyone's curious about these films, I'm almost certain that all three of these scripts exist. Justice League Mortal, the... Year one, Batman, the Wonder Woman one, does. the Wonder Woman script. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think all of those scripts exist out there in the public somewhere. I think for the most part they've all leaked. Um, so if you want to go out there and read these strange, bizarre movies, go ahead. You can it's track it's them funny. Down. It's funny. Um, yeah, I'd, I, I, <laughs> if you want a good laugh, I'd recommend the Wonder Woman one. <laughs> the Wonder Woman one sounds like please, a roller coaster. Please, please, just you have to. And if you want, if you want to read just laugh, some pure misogyny. <laughs> Yeah, just and even further to that, please just watch the pilot episode if you. I, I feel it, I'm gonna try the Wonder Woman I'm series. Try. It is it it's it looks incredible. I mean, the fact that they haven't edited over the the cables is just the best part. <laughs> oh, Watching uh, Wonder Woman defend her breast size is the most <laughs> surreal thing I've yeah. ever seen. In and television. then dress up in a fucking porno outfit, a soft core porno outfit. Yeah, it's. Special. It's it's stuff to look forward forward to. So what are we doing next week, Thomas? Next week, I know we said this last time, but next week it actually is just you and I again, Seb. Yeah, unless though we can find a way to squeeze back in. <laughs> unless Seb wants, sorry, 
unless Louis wants to become an expert on the 13th Doctor, it'll just be you and I next week, as we'll be talking I, I, about I, I Jodie Whittaker's think running Doctor Who. That that's not a great chance. <laughs> 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 but hey, let us know next week and we'll hop you on if you want. If you've seen no, no, this, every it'll episode be a different of Jodie Whittaker's Doctor be a different Louis because this is Smallville expert Louis and the week before was Eternals expert, so it won't be oh, the yeah, same. Of course, they're different people. They're yeah. different people. We just yeah, know this is, quite a lot of Louis. This is 13th Doctor. I will watch every 13th Doctor episode from... No, no, you so. won't. You won't. Expert Louis. Yeah, expert Louis. Yeah, if he has the time, though, because I don't know what he's <laughs> well, you doing. You can get in I, touch I with 13th right. Doctor Expert Louis. Let us know. So, yeah, next week we'll be talking about the 13th Doctor. We'll be talking about our opinions, whether we think it's uh, been successful. And most importantly, we're going to talk about the fact that Seb has been uh, stalking the actress, Jodie Whittaker, for the last five years. Very closely. Seb, we've got enough there. Just end the recording. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it.